Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your true heel phenom SP3. We are live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube for True Heel Heat 117, the bloody fast lane. We're going to talk about the latest wrestling news, including week 69 of the Wednesday Night Wars with AEW Dynamite featuring the amazing Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker Lights Out Classic, as well as WWE NXT featuring the build-up to take over Stand and Deliver, the fallout from Impact Wrestling Sacrifice update on the New Japan Cup 2021, the latest COVID outbreak in WWE and how it hampered NXT, and of course, preview and predictions for WWE Fastlane tomorrow night. I am here once again joined by the beautiful, the lovely Miss Chrissy Love. Hello, good morning, everybody. I know I'm a couple of days late, but happy 316. It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Belated 360 to you as well, Miss Chrissy Love. And right. we are joined again by the resident true heel alcoholic himself, Top Guy JJ. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? And oh, oh, and, and Miss, Mr. Richter went before SP. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a morning drinker, so it's happy <laughs> I was somewhere. Goodness. So, so it's happy I was somewhere, my friend. So we're getting it started early. Uh, can I get a little snake bite in my coffee, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, started. I drop it right there. I drop it right there virtually. <laughs> Absolutely. And yes, we are joined by a very, very special guest. Oh, don't overhype it. No, no, I am not. <laughs> he is my tag team partner over on Smack Talk, immediately following SmackDown over on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. This man is the face of Sports Keto Wrestling. He is a host, oh, a writer, an interviewer, and... An aspiring professional wrestler. He is nice. the leader of the Riot Squad campaign. He is the one, the only, Rick Uchino. Man, I'm used to being the one that gives the great introductions. That, man, that's uh, that's the best thing I'm ever going to get in life, I think. <laughs> as far as an intro, that's good stuff, Sid. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, yeah, let's let's go, Brent. Yes, let's talk of some wrestling. So for you guys watching, especially on YouTube, drop us a like. Leave your comments, your thoughts on the wrestling world in the live chat. We want you guys to be a part of the show. You guys are the most important part of True Hill Heat, your engagement, your interaction. So on Facebook, Twitter, drop a comment. Let us know what you're thinking about everything going on in the wrestling world. We want to hear your fast lane predictions. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Push that bell to press all so you always get to learn it when we get these live streams or new content right here on True Heel Heat. So we're going to start off things by saying that this edition of True Heel Heat is brought to you by Powered 4 TV. They are one of the leading uh, streaming sites for professional wrestling in the UK. Use the promo code for 50% off of your first month. SP3. Yes, I am a promo code. Yes, yes, I am. Get used to that. You should put that on your resume. I think I should. I am a promo code. Yeah. We start off every True Hill Heat with our True Hill Roll Call. This is for you guys once again, watching us, supporting us on social media, as well as our YouTube channel. Our top three conversation starters from the True Hills group page on Facebook coming in at number three. We have Jermaine Pacman. So well done. Oh, actually, it was a tie. Jermaine Pacman and James Wims. James Wims did not fall out of the top three this week, JJ. Okay. All right. All right. You felt. Okay, yo. 
you you having a little you having a little stump here, man. Having right. a little stump. It's like was it like the sophomore slump? Like you was in the top, you was at the top spot for a few weeks, and then you know you like the soft hit like the rookie the rookie roar. Was it the rookie wall? Yeah, they call the it wall. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. Nick, say something to him. <laughs> coming in at number two we have carlos navarro coming in at number one is charles kirkoff once again he is the nick jackson of this week uh true hills we got a shout out darius henry colton james psych loan and wrestling plug inc and our YouTube subscriber highlight, Kwame Shafir, said on True Hill Heat 116, I would have fantasy booked Moxley and Omega in a two out of three falls match as their blow-off match of their feud instead of a death match that ended with a dud explosion. Hell, even the almighty Bobby Lashley had a better explosive entrance on Raw than that dud of an explosion at AEW Revolution. So Kwame Shafir, very down on the ending to Revolution. Kayfabe Tactics says, this is going to be a fun uh, one. Nitro and Raw both get um, their second hour. This is on True Rewind 41 and WCW giving us all of the fantastic matches and Raw giving us more and more edgy storylines. Right now, both shows are pretty dull and excited for the WCW pay-per-view coming up. Cafe Tactics did not see True Rewind 42. WCW Uncensored 1996 sucked. Sucked so bad, but check out our <laughs> review of it because that was a lot of fun. Uh, WrestleScope says, I always love Davy Boy Smith, uh, first with Dynamite Kid and the singles run in WWF, then WCW, talking about True Hills BTR with Georgia Smith. Thank you to Georgia for uh, chatting with us on our YouTube channel. But we got to start things off with what we miss, and what we miss was week 69 of the Wednesday Night Wars. Nice. If we love, we know we start off every True Hill Heat with your drums as we give the ratings for this week of the Wednesday Night Wars, we're going to give the ratings, tell you guys what happened, and then everybody's going to decide what they sh thought was the better show this week. Chrissy Love, hit the drums. So for week 69 of the Wednesday Night Wars, AEW Dynamite comes in with 768,000 viewers. I don't even know why you're even saying it, to be honest. <laughs> to First of all, yeah, NXT yeah. with 597,000 viewers this week. The both uh, AEW is up from last week where they did 743,000, while NXT is down from 691,000 last week. Top Guy JJ, you had something to add? No, I was just going to say, I think you should just have a, uh, Miss Chrissy Love officially retire the drums because it's over. I mean, we like, there's no drum roll needed for this shit anymore. Like, they, like, like, a, like, yo, NXT, until they get there, AEW is just knocking them. Like, come on, look at this shit. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Like, like they under 600? Like, hey. yo. Hey, Stop. we got three more weeks. We got three more weeks of the drums for Chrissy, and then she can retire at WrestleMania week. I was going to say, can we just hurry up and get NXT on Tuesdays, please? Like, You know, that's it, it's just going to be better for everybody overall because I want to see what those numbers are going to shake out. I want to see if AEW can get to a mill every week. I want to see if NXT, you know, when they're not splitting the audience, if they can get over, you know, you know, uh, three quarters of a mil, or maybe even approach a mil, depending on how those those big shows shake out. And honestly, it's going to make my life a lot easier, so I can actually try and catch all of both shows every week. Yes, <laughs> this is better this is, for wrestling fans. This is what they get. This is the the ratings always speak for itself. This is what you get for trying to one up people. You want to go an extra eight minutes, which still doesn't work in your favor. Like, 
This is what you get. Eight minutes. The only time the only time NXT wins is when they put on one of those those big events, like when they did the Great American Bash, and it's basically a pseudo takeover. That's like the only time that they ever get over on AEW. Not really, but you know, not in Raiders' part. But you know, sorry. Yeah, he's actually right. Like they have to put on basically a pay per view to barely win the week. Yeah, it's sad. They still don't win the demo. Right, no, there no, you go. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. They, they don't, they still don't the, old, the older heads, like I, I gotta, I, I, I gotta sip my prune juice. I get more prune <laughs> juice so I can, so I can stay up to ten o'clock. Don't worry, we're getting Hulk Hogan this week, so that's going to really bring in the older viewers. Oh Absolutely. my god! You really had to go there. Really had to go there with that shit. With his tag team partner in life and as host as WrestleMania, Titus O'Neil. But let's talk about let's talk about the Wednesday Night Wars real quick, guys. AEW Dynamite had the absolutely amazing lights out main event with Thunder Rosa defeating a bloody Britt Baker in a memorable contest that everyone in the wrestling world has been talking about. MJF in the Pinnacle cut a great promo to set the stage for the group. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, my favorite uh, guys to get a beer with, in my opinion, in wrestling, <laughs> defeated the Good Brothers after the match. Kenny Omega, Gallows, and Anderson beat down on both men, even pilmanizing Kingston's leg. And the young, but the young bucks came down to stop them from pilmanizing Moxley's neck. With the Jacksons finally showing a backbone for once to Omega mm. and Gallus, Cody defeated Penta El Zero, uh, Mirdo, and they set up. Darby Allen versus John Silver for the TNT Championship next week. WWE NXT had Danny Burch and Oni Lurkin defeat Finn Balor and Karrion Cross to successfully defend the NXT Tag Team titles after the match Cross beat down uh, Balor and the Tag Team Champions. Cole and O'Reilly's rivalry intensified with Kyle trying to run off Cole off the road. Uh, and telling <laughs> him he knows where he gets his video games in a line I thought I would never hear in professional wrestling. Walter right. uh, returned to NXT to confront and beat down Tommaso Ciampa after Ciampa defeated uh, Bartel in singles action. Dakota Kai defeated Zoe Stark and then Io Shirai offered Raquel Gonzalez a contract for the NXT women's title match at NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So, week 69 of the Wednesday Night Wars. Rick, I know you're a busy man. You're interviewing all great stuff. You're doing shows on Sports Keto Wrestling. So I'm sure you haven't been able to sit down and absorb both shows fully. But from what you've seen of NXT and AEW, what did you think was the better show this week? Uh, look, this you always go with what the top moment was. And that's the first thing that stands out. And everything points to Thunder Rosa and, and Britt Baker this week. That match was insane. It was... It was it was the most brutal match that I have ever seen, you know, two women put on. I mean, yeah. pulling out the thumbtack spot. I'm just like, okay, they're, they're fucking going for it. All right, do it. Do your thing. And it was Britt Baker. If anybody has shown the, the amount of, uh, like, just the amount of improvement that Britt Baker has shown from when she first showed up in AEW to where she is right now, ha- she has to be commended for it. She has turned into the absolute face of that women's division. And then you're, you're bringing in people like Thunder Rosa and you got uh, Hikiru Shida, who's, who's there as well, doing great work. All of a sudden, the women's division, which everybody was crapping on for, for so long in that first year and a half. Say it. Say it's it. Start, it's <laughs> starting to come together, folks. It's starting to come together. And dare I say, it's being booked a little bit better than the WWE women's division is right now. You're shocked. <laughs> I mean, it is. I, look, I still think that WWE has the more talent. And right. that's... That's not a knock, but I mean, damn! Like, 
we're, we're three weeks away from WrestleMania, and we don't we don't have a clue what Oscar's going to be doing. The, huh. She hasn't def- she hasn't defended the Raw Women's Championship on a pay per view since Clash of Champions in September, uh, and they were about to have her drop it to to Lacey Evans until you know the miracle of life showed up to save that situation. So it's like. Yeah, man, it's it. That's what really, really stuck out to me this week. You know, the, I think yeah. NXT was really hindered by the the latest COVID stuff. When you have to change your entire p- show up at the last minute, which I know Vince is used to doing that on Raw anyway. But when you change <laughs> it up at the last minute, it's never a really good idea. Uh, but I think NXT did as best as they could. The thing that I think really hindered it on NXT for me this week is. WWE just has this thing where they have to take two opponents and put them into a, a team and have them fight for the tag team titles. Like, I'm like, right. you're gonna have you're you're gonna have Cross and and Balor win these things. Is how are you gonna how are you gonna have them lose? Because yeah. now you have, to have one of them lose ahead of Takeover, just like this whole Sasha and Bianca crap that's been going on. Now you got to have one of them possibly lose tomorrow, and I know we'll get or yeah tomorrow, and I know we'll get to that. But it's like, okay, well now Balor's eating the pin. We know where this is going. Karrion Cross. Technically, that was Karrion Cross's first loss. Yes. WWE. That was a that was a shit way of doing it. So yeah, I, I gotta go with AEW, man. That 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 main event just it was everything this week. I gotta agree with you. I will give my opinion next. Um, yeah, this was an easy W for AEW. Um, I we got our good friend. Romeo Anthony Cologne of Wednesday Night Warriors in the comments on YouTube. He said, whoever wins the last week wins the war. Talking about NXT oh, and uh, AEW. And, and I, I, I point out Romeo specifically because I specifically had to go to him. Because, Rick, he does a show on our YouTube channel, Wednesday Night Warriors, where they decide what was the better show for the week. They break down both shows. And he usually votes for NXT. Regardless of how good AEW is, I uh, he usually goes for NXT and I t- warned him and I told him I was like, you're going to totally ruin the credibility of our entire YouTube channel if you even remotely suggest that NXT was in the same stratosphere of quality or had anything as good as that AEW main event. Hey, if I haven't ruined the credibility yet, alright, he's got no shot. <laughs> No, you don't know Romeo. Do you be Yo, surprised? Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, yeah, dude, yeah. saying whoever wins the last week wins the war is as dumb as when you are winning by 45 in a football game and then a garbage time substitution touchdown happens at the end of the game. You'd be yeah. like, hey, we scored last. Yeah, hey, I'm like, in a fantasy no. football championship with that garbage time touchdown, so don't tell me but those matter. But, but you weren't down by 45, my brother. You didn't score That's last cool. by being down 45. NXT is down forty five right now. Yeah. They ain't coming back. <laughs> it's 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 be it be pretty and I think they're down by like fifty or so. But yeah, but anyway, and by the way, they might actually win that that last week because that first night is takeover, stand and deliver. So they exactly. might actually win that thing. Exactly. That's why he's saying it. I see you. I see you, Romeo. No, 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 he's, no, he's no, setting, no, no. He's setting up his future success. That's what Romeo's doing. He's a smart man. I have to give him credit for that. But yeah, AEW <laughs> was this week. The main event was the best thing on either show. Yeah. And it just felt important. It felt memorable. And like the, the best comparison of a matchup where two people just come into the matchup at one level and they're considered like stars. And then they come out and they're superstars and the two mm-hmm. biggest stars in the industry, the best comparison that I was able to come up with throughout the week was Rock versus Triple H at SummerSlam 1998. 
that's what it felt like coming out of this matchup where Rock and Triple H, you know, they went in their upper mid-card guys in the Intercontinental title feud, but they came out looking like future WWE champions. Either one of Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker should be and will be the next AEW Women's World Champion because mm -hmm. the goal should be to put that title on Britt Baker because this was her Randy Orton versus Cactus Jack moment. This was her Triple H versus Cactus Jack at Royal Rumble 2000 moment. She bled like stone cold. She's yes. going to be selling t-shirts with that bloody face. Like Britt Baker has kind of been like a... a, a Kind of like a miracle, in my opinion. Yeah, but, yes, you know, you look at it. someone like Roman Reigns, who was kind of similar to Britt Baker in this company-produced face of a division or face of the company that got rejected. It took Roman Reigns six years to come up with a character that matched his skills in the professional wrestling world. Point of order, it took WWE six years to let him yes be the character that would get over with the crowd but yes that's a, that's a better way of saying it thank you <laughs> <laughs> but it took Britt baker and aew as a company six months to do that with dr Britt baker so that is amazing within itself but thunder rose is another one like you see yeah, her yeah. Kai, i mean cobra moon in um I said Cobra Kai. Cobra Moon in Lucha Underground. <laughs> and you say that's not the same person because everything she does in the room in the in the ring is so crisp. She's so smooth and it feels real. Like she has a level of violence that just is resonates with me. And that's why I connect with her. <laughs> the MJF promo on the pinnacle was amazing. That was like one of his all-time great promos. The angle with the elite was great. Everything on Dynamite just feels a lot more important, a lot more vibrant than what's going on on NXT. They had good stuff with the Cole and O'Reilly stuff and Balor and Cross. But other than that, honestly, it was very hard to remember what happened on NXT this week. So, Chrissy Love, what did you think was the better show, AEW or NXT? Like, we're really going to do this right now, friend? I mean, I'll get, like, okay, sure. <laughs> AEW, duh. Um, right. Right, exactly. What? Um, like I hate to be a person to like, you know, repeat what you guys all said, but um their women's division right now is just we've crapped on it. Me too. We've been saying, Hey guys, the women need help. Hey, please do this for the women. And I think unlike other people, they have been listening to what we've been saying. And they were like, okay, let's, you know, small push. It's like the little engine that could. We're going to keep pushing it. And then we're going to push it. And then we're going to, like, push it all the way out. And that's exactly what happened with those ladies on Wednesday. They pushed it all the way out. And they gave it all. Now, I thought when the thumbtacks came out, I thought she was going to do some, like, dental stuff. Because she's a dentist. I was like, oh, maybe she's going to try to pull her teeth out. So I was like, oh, they're really going there. But the, th th the thumbtacks were really good. And I'm like, no. They really just had them all in. <laughs> If you watch the video of them pulling it out her back, that was oh, crazy. Yeah. But anywho, yeah. I am I am saying this. I am very disappointed on what they're doing for WrestleMania. I am not excited anymore. I'm just letting it be known. I was very excited when she won the Royal Rumble, but I don't feel any excitement for their match. Because there's nothing happening. That's not my fault. That's their fault. They're not building it. Like they keep it's making friends. It's Re yep, it's Reginald's fault. You know what? Let's let's blame Reginald because Reginald is like the common denominator. Yeah, we'll he keeps there. being a part we'll, of this. But yeah, we'll get to that you know, disaster. I don't know. Anywho, 
I'll so, bite my tongue for now. If we're going to get back to that, I'll bite my yeah, tongue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> JJ, yeah. Yeah. JJ, I'm not going to ask you what was the better show of the week because it seems like we're unanimous. I mean, I mean, I, please don't ask me that rhetorical last but, question. But I have a better question for you. You know, yes. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker getting a lot of praise. Where does it rank in the greatest women's wrestling matches of all time? Now, Ooh, I will make I, this I, a little I, bit encompass for you, and I will take I, out Japanese women, because Toyota versus Aja Kong, um, Mako Satomura, stuff matches yeah, like that are yeah, on a yeah. different level of yeah. what we've seen in North America, but right. North American wrestle, women's wrestling matches, where does Rosa and Baker rank? I would say this is definitely probably top five for me. I would say probably either four or five. Like, as far as the like, just the match in general, like, I still can't put it over the, the Banks and, and, and Bailey rivalry. I still can't put it over that classic that Charlotte and Becky put on. Uh, I can't put it over that. But as far as just, I never watch matches that often where I cringe during matches. <laughs> These two women made me cringe. Yeah, like, I would I say, is, thank God that Death Valley driver was done kind of safely because that's it. No, I don't know. Dude, don't even <laughs> take that bump on, on, on a flush scale on a ladder. Like, and, and then just seeing how, yo, <laughs> yo, remember when Britt tried to do her submission and then she rolled her into the tax? Yeah. That was probably more painful than her getting dropped into the tax. Yeah. Because the impact on impact, that would probably. Help alleviate it, but she got gently rolled into a bunch. Like, like, oh, like that shit was like skin crawling. AEW in two weeks had probably like two of the best things I've ever seen creatively to get out of something with Moxley kicking the rope to to not kick out of the one winged angel, but to break up the pinfall because no out of that. Yeah, and then and then this week with uh, getting out of the lockjaw with rolling her into the thumbtacks. Those were two very, very creative spots. I love like, them. Both. Oh my god! Like and those things, you just like that. It just puts them on a different plateau. Like it was. Oh my goodness! It did the fact that we all know at some point when this happens, when it culminates with Britt Baker becoming the AEW Women's Champion, the "You Deserve It" will never sound more resounding for what she is doing for this division. Major props to Thunder Rosa as well because Thunder Rosa is a beast. Yeah. Thunder Rosa is a yeah. beast. Also, but shout I'm, out to Reba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reba's cool. Reba's cool. Reba's she played cool. real well. She played over. Yeah, well. yeah. Reba's cool. Reba's cool. But I, I just, at the end of the day, like main, like for for Britt Baker to have the pressure of the main event, for her to have the pressure of of knowing that this match is going to have expectations, and not only met it but over delivered, like yeah. exceeded expectations. Yep. This is, and, and that's I, I would probably I would go as far as wanting to put this in the top three, but I I, I after like real real reality thinking, I would probably still sit in top five for me. But that was definitely doesn't escape five. It does not escape five. It's either four <laughs> or five for me. Like that, that, that was a work of art that most dudes wouldn't even perform. Like most dudes wouldn't even perform that match. It felt important. It felt like it was a pay per view. It felt like it. Like once they they came out, you knew this was like this is this is gonna be some like crazy match. Like it felt like it was supposed to be like on a pay per view, but it was on a regular 
Wednesday show and it was the and they over exceeded and delivered and i love how they was what had jade there too like watching in the background like hey yeah. i'm looking at you guys i'm coming you know what i'm saying like it, it they did it so so well I, shout out to both of them they both deserve their flowers because it was amazing yo if anybody i'm just uh yo props to that motherfucking women's division because that women's division has heard the grief over the past four to five months, and what they have done in the past two months yeah. has been nothing short of remarkable. Like mm -hmm. they, oh my god, they have been on fire. It's it's been a steady effort, honestly, since Tony Khan mentioned it at the po the uh, post uh, show scrum for Full Gear, where he said, "I hear you guys, you know, complaining about the the uh, women's division, and it's valid. We have been, you know, laxing, but we're gonna get better. It's been a steady progression since then with the with the tournament, as well as getting different women over, like uh, yes. Maki Ito having great matches with like Riho and Serena Deeb, and then mm -hmm. it culminates here. So, Rick, where do you think it ranks?" among the greatest women's matches in North America. Man, I'm, I'm sitting over here thinking, and, you know, <laughs> gosh, there's so many good ones. Again, you know, Bailey and Sasha at TakeOver, to me, I still yeah. think is probably number one. Yeah. I would say Becky and, uh, yeah, Becky and Charlotte at uh, Evolution would be number one, but the fact that WWE couldn't read the room in time and stop having Becky doing that chicken shit heel stuff when she was the most over person, it just it it doesn't kill the match, but it just it just knocks it down a peg for me. If if it yeah. was just Becky the man standing tall and and finally overtaking Charlotte, that would be the greatest women's match of all time. But that chicken yeah. shit stuff that they made her do because they were still trying to get her over as a heel, and God knows every goddamn heel in WWE has to be a chicken shit, even AJ Styles. Nobody's buying that <laughs> shit. Um, how could you guys get me riled up at 1030? That was Rick's rant right there. That yeah, was the rant right there. We love a good rant. We want a rant. They ain't even get into the match yet, and he just ranted about that shit. That said, the match was good enough to still be in the top. Um, you know, I think Becky and Asuka at, uh, at the Royal Rumble is a very underrated yeah. uh, women's match as well. Mm. I mean, it's it's definitely in the in the top five for sure. It was one of the most memorable i would say y you might be able to tell i'm a, I'm a becky fan a becky and sasha inside no uh i thought that one was really good as well so i mean it's just it, i'm trying to run through them all but i think it would definitely be top three top top three top four for me mm. how about you miss chrissy love where'd you rank it i hate to be a person that repeats the same thing but <laughs> it is going to be in the top five i mean like you guys said, uh, they overexceeded uh, beyond means, and it definitely has to go up there in the ranks. It was bloody, which we I loved. Like, give me, give me all. If you're gonna go out, go out with a bang, and that's exactly what they did. Um, definitely uh, top. My number one, of course, is Sasha and uh, Bailey. But um, I will put in the top, uh, top three, top four. I will put it for three for me right now. I'm gonna go the highest here. And I'm gonna say it's, it's, a top, to it's a top two. It's a top oh, two. Bailey, okay. Bailey, and Sasha because of the impact, the impact that it had on the WWE, the biggest promotion. Like this was the argument I tried to have with JJ when he suggested the Hell in a Cell Bailey Sasha match was on the same level. Like it didn't have that type of impact 
on the industry that they did at TakeOver Brooklyn. So that's going to be the number one. But when you compare, like Rick said, Rick made an excellent point because I did this week. After watching Baker and Rosa three times, I went back and watched Evolution and Charlotte and Becky. And he's absolutely right. It's the heel-face dynamic that picks that back and makes Rosa Baker so much better because there's no question who's the face, who are you supposed to like, and who you're supposed to dislike in Rosa and Baker. Baker is the consummate heel. She is Randy Orton in 2004, and, and like the, the whole act is so complete. She's so great at it, and then Thunder Rosa is just so popular. She's so unique. She just has yeah. this look that makes people get behind her. Like That's why, and the this type of match, you would never see Bailey and Sasha have. Yeah. You would never see Becky and Charlotte. Becky and Charlotte had a last woman standing match. It was no near the brutality. None. None was This is the type of match Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes would have in 1985. Not yeah. the match that, that Sasha and Bailey had in 2015. Now, now, to be fair, though, I think you know Sasha and Bailey and Becky and Charlotte and, and anybody in that women's division, WWE, would, would have that match. Yes. They would. But WWE is not going to let them go there. They that's won't, and that's the problem. That is the problem. Yeah, so they're they're still stuck in. We're not in the PG era anymore. We're in like the the PG thirteen era, where a little bit of blood's okay as long as it's accidental, right? As long as it's accidental. But we can also see Randy Orton just puking up, you know, black shit. You know, that's fine. We right. can see that. But <laughs> but we can't see we can't see a little bit of blood. We can light a man on fire, and Randy Orton right. can commit murder. But we can't have a little bit of blood. But you know that is what it we can, is. But we can, it, have, we can also have a person run run over someone because they were intoxicated because they have an alcohol problem too. Don't forget that one. We had oh, a guy oh, throw oh, urine oh. in somebody's face. I mean, so let's see. What the hell? Wait, 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 commending the two two best women in AEW. So I'm hearing this garbage arson shit. Listen, JJ, miss a lot, man. <laughs> yeah, me and Rick and I are just trying to tell you that the WWE is their own worst nightmare and they're holding people back. That's we, all. We, we was, Sid brought up the fact that, you know, you wouldn't see Bailey and Sasha have the kind of match that uh, Baker and, uh, and um, Rosa. Rosa had on Wednesday. And I said that's because, not that they wouldn't do it, is because yeah. they, WWE wouldn't let them go there. And then being hypocritical, WWE will do all the toilet humor stuff, but they won't let a little bit of blood on TV. And that's when you came into the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Perfect timing, Perfect timing yeah. JJ. Well, we got to go through a couple of comments <laughs> real quick. Uh, John Scott says, I miss you, SPT. I miss you too, sir. We're going to bring back Power 4 SP3 next week. Uh, he says live on Powered 4 TV now. Can't wait for today's show. So we're live on Powered 4 TV, guys, as well as True Hill Heat all across our social media and YouTube channel. Mark Lloyd says, what's up, all? Are you on SP3? I saw you on Quizzlemania. You did well. Are you on Powered 4 still? Love the show, everyone. Yes, I am. I'm still on Power 4 TV. I had to get back to my shoot job this week, so we had a little rescheduling to do, but I'm going to be back definitely this coming week. Rambo77.619. He's been really supporting us. Shouts out to you, man. Top Guy JJ is a real drinker because he's drinking at 10 a.m. Oh, oh, morning. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
Josh says not even 10.30 and Top Guy already ranting. He's already got Rick ranting as well, so we, we're off to a great start yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm easily triggered, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> that is true. I've, <laughs> only, I've, only spent the, I've only spent the month with you, Rick, and I've already seen it. Hey, Nick, Jack, Nick Jackson's picture has um, vision and a do-rag. I love that. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yes. yes. Just yes. Nick Jackson says, just popping in before work, that women's match is incredible. <laughs> AEW's women's division is definitely looking up. And Romeo says that six out of the last eight weeks, he's voted for AEW. Hey, a broke clock can be right six times out of eight times. Sometimes you never know. You never know. If you check the history and probably check the eight weeks prior to that and how many unbiased, how, how many biased as NXT votes there was, you probably get the picture. Probably true. And then Rambo says AEW Dynamite, which never explodes for me in more ways than one. Guys, they are still not what they said they would be pro wrestling. Spots through tables and tag matches twice. Shaq goes through one. I, I hate to tell you this, Rambo, but going through a table, that's pro wrestling. That's definitely pro wrestling. Like, I think that um, you, I think people would kind of focus in on that little quote where he's, they, they said that it's going to be more sports-like, but they also said it's a smorgasbord, that it's going to be for every type of professional wrestling fan, and they're going to try to get back old fans. So they are giving us what they promised, but I, this is not the stuff that I would say it's not pro wrestling. Orange Cassidy, stuff like that, that you could point out, but this stuff, no, that's definitely pro wrestling. Table spots is a pro wrestling. Yeah, but yeah, to call out an entire program off of like one or two things, and you might as well just watch NWA Power every single week because that's probably going to be the most pro wrestling type thing you're going to get without the entertainment factor. Like, just watch yeah. Power every single week because you ain't getting <laughs> this, this is the best form of all of it together that you're going to get on one program with AEW Dynamite right now. And, and we're calling out putting Shaq on TV. TV, that's just good marketing. You're trying to get you're on TNT, man. You're trying to get that NBA audience in there. Yo, they hit a milli, bro. They hit a milli. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Shaq had the highest rating since their first few months of one point. Uh, I think he did 1.13 million viewers for his matchup. So I don't understand, you know, shouting him out saying that's not pro wrestling. Romeo, WWE's doing the same thing, bringing in Bad Bunny and giving him a WrestleMania match. So I mean, that's hello. And Bad Bunny is the true draw of the WWE. I agree, Rick. Uh, Romeo says, Rosa and Britt exceeded all expectations. That was more satisfying than the exploding barbed wire death match. They deserve a standing ovation. Yep, I, I kind of got to agree. Yeah, that it was, we, you know, yeah, motherfucking right, which we did. Goddamn shit. Yep. <laughs> they, they fucking deserved it. Absolutely. We got to move on. There was more stuff that we missed. Impact Wrestling Sacrifice had Rich Swan defeat Moose to unify the Impact and TNA World Heavyweight Championships. But we also had uh, two other new champions with New Japan Pro Wrestling's Finn Juice defeating the Good Brothers to win the Impact World Tag Team titles, as well as Ace Austin defeating TJP to win the X Division Championship. I know Top Guy JJ is happy to hear TJP lost. Uh, but <laughs> then on Impact, then on he trash, bro. He trash. Then on Impact Wrestling, uh, he ain't uh, lying. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, me and yo, me, me and Rick, me and Rick is Not here, yo. <laughs> yo. Me and Rick is here, bro. Me and Rick is here. <laughs> me and Rick is here. TJP. That's all I gotta shit. say. He ain't lying. TJP ain't shit. 
I'll say that. <laughs> Impact Wrestling had a great promo from the invisible hand, Don Callis, confronting Impact Wrestling uh, Unified Champion Rich Swan about his upcoming Rebellion main event versus Kenny Omega, basically telling him that he's been haunted by the One Ring Angel from Hard to Kill, saying that even when he won the Unified uh, Impact World Championship and him and his wife were having a party at home, his wife went to his friends and were like, don't mention the one ring angel from hard to kill, please. You know, he's having a good night. Don't, don't, don't put him down. He's been thinking about it a lot. And so stuff like that, like Don Callis has just been on a roll as a promo guy recently. And impact wrestling also had Sammy Callahan defeat Trey Miguel to, uh, in the main event. We also had WWE raw this week, uh, with some more action, Bobby Lashley defeating, uh, Sheamus in the main event. We also had the new day become the new raw tag team champions and set up a Wrestlemania match against AJ Styles in the debuting almost Rick are you looking forward to almost debut at Wrestlemania and do you think this is the best use of AJ Styles at Wrestlemania do I think it's the best use of AJ Styles absolutely not but considering just this last week all right we we had he was one of the the myriad of superstars right that we had no earthly idea what he was going to be doing at Wrestlemania there are a lot worse ways that they could have used him. And actually, him coming after trying to become a Grand Slam champion is actually not a bad fallback. Like, I know they probably wanted to get him in a major one-on-one -on -one match at some point. Wasn't in the cards this year, right? There, there just wasn't that, that obvious feud for him. I know there were the rumors that he wanted to fight Triple H. Maybe Triple H didn't want didn't to wrestle this year. I don't know what, what went on there. But, I mean, he's coming off of last year's WrestleMania where he had Undertaker's last match and what was arguably the match of the year with the Boneyard match. Everybody, not my choice, but a lot of people picked Boneyard match as the match of the year. So, I mean, it, it's gonna be, it was going to be hard to follow that up. But him coming out and, with Omos and challenging for the tag team titles because he wants to be a Grand Slam champion, that makes sense to me. All right? I, it's, again, it's a low bar. That makes sense to me. <laughs> A very he, has, bar, but <laughs> he, has, he has a spot on the card, which it would be a travesty if AJ Styles didn't have a spot on the card. I, the the, the hang-up I have for me is I wasn't ready for Hurt Business to drop the tag team titles yet. Thank you. They only Thank had two you. weeks. They only had two weeks with that Lashley WWE champion and them as the Raw Tag Team Champions. That should have gone <sighs> a lot longer than that. Yeah. But again, it's all about putting on the bigger show and this is not a knock on on shelton benjamin and cedric alexander i think they are both fantastic and i think they have been some of the mvps of the pandemic era or the hurt business collectively carrying raw uh over the last year and yeah. they have earned a spot at wrestlemania but when you look it, it's it's all about creating the sexier matchup and i'm i'm sorry new day versus aj and omas especially after omas did his stuff with xavier woods a few weeks ago where he's you know holding him up yeah. in the air with like like he's andre the giant or something like that <laughs> it, cre it creates the sexier matchup and that's why this match is happening at wrestlemania i didn't think it was necessary for new day to win the titles right now they don't need an 11th run i'd like to see them kind of break some new ground with the new day like they're doing with big e god forbid xavier woods get a singles run at some point in his career but yeah it, it makes sense to me to put this matchup at wrestlemania maybe you could have put this into the works a, a little bit sooner because it does feel a little bit rushed yeah, I think I think that's my main thing that it felt a little bit rushed. They could have planned this ahead of time or kept the story going after the little uh, spot with almost and Xavier Woods. But I like everything you said. And I definitely agree with her business kind of deserved better. Chrissy Love, I will ask you about a different segment from Monday Night Raw It's probably the segment that's been talked about the most from Monday Night Raw. 
as we went back in time to the Nickelodeon days as Shane McMahon slimed Braun Strowman on Monday Night Raw. What was your thoughts on Shane sliming Braun? Why? <laughs> Why do we need to do this? Why do we have to go... I, first of all, I loved that show when we was younger on Nickelodeon. Double yeah. Dare, all the stuff, slime, the, the the awards, everything. Perfect. It's If you were young back then and you know what we're talking about, then yes. But, I do not understand. First of all, I don't understand why Shane McMahon is on TV. Yep. Yes. I, I don't, we don't need him. He's not needed. I'm sure we can find someone else for Braun to, to scrap with right now. But in typical WWE fashion... Shane has to be seen some kind of way. One of the McMahon's got to be on TV at some point and just sell foolishness. And that's what we're getting is trash, foolishness. So we have to use slime. It's just as bad as Randy on spitting out bl black crap or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. But I thought you were about to spit it out. <laughs> friend. Now, my children are watching, okay? <laughs> um. I don't understand why we have we have these things happening. I don't understand why Shane is putting slime on Bron and Braun is at his like Braun looks good. Braun was he came back big and 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 better in his incredible shape and they're utilizing him horrible. Like it, it's the reverse Roman Reigns. Remember uh, Royal Rumble? You know the uh, last year when he's getting cut, like he's covering Baron Corbin in dog food and shit yes, like that. Yes, and now yes. you look at Roman Reigns now. Last year, Braun Strowman is beating Goldberg to win the Universal Championship, and this year he finds himself on Nickelodeon. Like that's that's right, where he's like, at right let's now. Just, let's just go to Nickelodeon Studios. Let's have a double dare challenge for everyone to just do it, and we go. That's all. Like, just real quick, does anybody else think Vince saw the NFL playoffs on Nickelodeon and went, "That's good shit. We need that at WrestleMania this year." I, I honestly think so because we we heard about his his little issue with the cutouts. He didn't want to do the cutouts. Then yep. he saw the Super Bowl. And he's like, "You know what? The cutouts seem like a good idea." Then he sees the big Nickelodeon logo. He's probably like, "You know what? Slime is slimes can get over. We can get over with slime. You know, it'll be it'll build." By the way, apparently that. Apparently that's not slime. It's the uh, lubricant for the for the ring. Apparently that's what they're saying it was. Oh God, what? that's even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> that is, uh, that, yeah, that is even. <laughs> well, Again, why? That's my. Uh, why? That's what I was wondering. Why are there two big buckets of green slime? Apparently it's to keep the ring from squeaking. That's that's oh, what it is. Oh my God, JJ. At least there's an explanation. Right now, I got to change my my phrase of my question, Rick. Uh, right? JJ, what was your thoughts on Shane lubricating Ron Strowman on the? <laughs> oh, I hurt my shoulder on that. <laughs> let's give let's give Rick a minute. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Rick. talk while Rick Rick recovers. Uh, How did Shane weasel his way back on television? Like, 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 <laughs> come on. I thought we was over this shit with Raw Underground. Like, I thought after that debacle that they, he would have been done. Yo, he, yo, this is that McMahon shit that just yeah. has me hating Monday Night Raw. Like, like, I, I, they just, <laughs> like, I, I, I have to suffer. 
suffer through an hour and 30 minutes of that shit on Hulu because there's no way in fucking hell I watch that shit live. There's no way in hell I watch that shit live. Like, like, how? How is he back on television? And then they bring him back to make Braun Strowman a jobber when he has gotten into the best physical condition of his life. Yep. Like it, it is a joke. It is yep. a complete joke. Uh-huh. Like how, like I don't. Shane McMahon puts on good matches at WrestleMania. That's wonderful. But no one asks for a Shane McMahon match. No one nope. wants to see or get involved with a Shane McMahon program. It is not good for the athlete to be put in a program with Shane McMahon. What yep. good after that story when you're done with Shane? What the fuck happens to you? You fucking uh-huh. fade away into obscurity. Yep. Like, like with the exception of like AJ Styles, like everyone else has fallen down the fucking cellar. Like, like it, it's like it doesn't benefit you when you get into a program with AJ. You might get a couple of decent spots there. You might get the dum 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 promos. Oh, <laughs> Like I can't, like I just can't. I can't. It, it it's like it, I think this is a point that Chrissy had made before. Like it makes me less interested in WrestleMania. Like, like the things that Wrestle like WrestleMania is already like I'm loving what the top of WrestleMania is starting. Like looks like just from a from a history perspective. But right. the rest of the card, oh my god! Like this is gonna be insufferable. Look, like this is this is gonna be rough. Nobody wants to see a Shane McMahon match. All we want to see is Shane McMahon throw himself off of something. That's it. Yes. So if they can, play, I don't even want to see that. Know, though. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. Like, so no. we're gonna have. So we got to see this on Raw. We're gonna have to see this at Fastlane. We're gonna have to see this for another three to four weeks, and then That's again at WrestleMania. That's why I'm hoping there is a swerve involved here because this match is happening at Fastlane, or at least it's supposed to happen at Fastlane. And I brought this up with Sid before. You know, this is why I'm hoping that we can kind of find a way to to bring in that tie to Raw Underground. And it's really shame. It's all about bringing in Dabakato. No, 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 somebody no, big, somebody no, big like no, that. No, no, you need two dudes beating the hell out of each I other. I don't opinion. want to see Shane McMahon continuously used on television. Just stop. Well, but at least like, he wouldn't be in the match. You yeah. can find a way to put Shane through something, and he can hurt himself, and we we get something that's not Braun Strowman versus uh, Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. That's why I'm hoping there's a swerve here, some way, shape, or form. We we more likely get a handicap match with Dabakato and Shane versus Braun Strowman. Oh, well, Shane, Shane McMahon is not sure. not yeah. performing at WrestleMania. Shane McMahon will be performing at WrestleMania. That is basically signed, sealed, and delivered. He is not going to be here for WrestleMania season to not perform at WrestleMania. Of course not. Romeo says that uh, I don't mind the AJ match, but it's just so random and out of nowhere. New Day wins the tag titles and have a Mania match set on the same night. Just rushed and almost panic booking. Rambo says, I'll agree SP3 about WWE is also not pro wrestling. To me, pro wrestling is where a finisher is exactly that. Until a massive occasion and where bell-to-bell storytelling is done and don't expose. We also got our guest from last week, Jose Gonzalez, says, what's going on heels hope y'all having a good saturday and he also says braun got lubed yes braun was lubed on my brother <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but well, we got to talk about me and rick's 
point of expertise, WWE SmackDown last night. We had Edge. He appeared, uh, well, he didn't appear uh, Roman Reigns, but he got the victory over Jay Uso to become the special guest enforcer for WWE Fastlane with Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. We also saw a big brawl with Big E and Apollo Crews setting up their match for Fastlane and also set up for matches for WrestleMania like Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, as well as Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. What's your thoughts on Edge? Uh, Edge's return to SmackDown, winning against Jay Uso, and being the special guest enforcer for Fastlane. Uh, what was your thoughts, JJ? Thank, thank you for that. Like, for I, that. I, I, on, like, I, <laughs> like, yo, yo, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I probably fast. Yo, Fastlane is the most meaningless pay per view in WWE history. Like, like, I, I'm just sorry. Like, Fastlane means absolute shit. So anything that revolves into what happens for Fastlane means absolutely nothing. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just being real with it. No one cares about Fastlane. Not a soul cares about Fastlane. It is going to be cool to see Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns have a one-on-one -on -one match. It is going to be cool to see that. But anything else and all the other shenanigans and all the other shit that happens, you know what? This is exactly why I want to be on this Fastlane roundtable. I want to see what the... I, I, this is it. No, Fastlane just no. No, Fastlane is just a big ass no for me overall. Well, thank thank you. Thank you for that. At least that was better than <laughs> Rick, what was what was your thoughts? I know you're very excited for the matches they uh tease for WrestleMania, but yeah. which one are you most excited for? Cesaro, Rollins, uh Zane, Owens, or maybe even this potential triple threat with Brian, Edge, and Roman? I mean, anything with Edge being involved in wrestling in this day and age is is still a big deal to me because this is something as look just a little background here i started watching wrestling in 97 98 right when the brood was coming around so my <laughs> entire my entire wrestling life was watching edge's career like i grew up watching him grow up in the business so edge is always going to have a, a special place right here with me so when he was able to come back that is the biggest mark out i have ever had in my life was when his music hit in the, at the Royal Rumble, all right? So anything with him being involved in it, I, I just can't help but feel like that 15-year-old that kid again, you know, watching Edge wrestle. So anytime he gets a chance to wrestle, that's going to be what I'm most excited to see. Whether it's a one-on-one -on -one match with Roman Reigns, whether it's going to be a triple threat with Daniel Bryan, I don't care. If Edge is involved, I'm excited about it. Like last night on SmackDown, when Edge's music hit and he's coming out to wrestle a match on SmackDown, I was taken, you know, back 15, 16, 17 years ago. The match itself was okay. It was hard hitting. Edge put on a master class for selling, and Jay Uso definitely put some shots in because you could see Edge's ribs weren't 100% by the end of that. But you know, it was an okay match. It was what it needed to be. It was predictable. We knew Edge was going to be the special guest enforcer at Fastlane, and that was that was yep. no shit, right? Like, of course, Jay Uso <laughs> was going to that. That's my problem yeah. with Fastlane. The whole pay per view is no shit. <laughs> Like no, no, I think like, like no duh, not like it doesn't mean something. That yeah. that's my difference. Yeah, and Biggie and Apollo Cruz is definitely not. Uh, I can't. I, that's a very up in the air type of prediction. But Rick always got the good analysis when it comes to SmackDown. So definitely go out of your way to follow Rick Please. on Twitter. He's doing great stuff, great interviews. Can you tell them any interviews you got going up on uh, Sports Keto Wrestling you have up right now that you would like them to go see, Rick? Oh, man, let's see. Uh, I talked to Shotzi Blackheart uh, earlier this week, right before NXT, talking about her NXT Women's Tag Team title victory. Um, 
my lord, I've awesome. talked to Ember Moon. I've talked to Damian Priest. I have talked to Sami Zayn. I have talked to Finn Balor this year. Santos Escobar. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm running them down, man. I can't. I can't even remember all of them. Um, Beth Phoenix. I talked to her before. Uh, Samoa Joe. They're, they're all up there on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel, and I'm already forgetting stuff. And trust me, I got some stuff in the works right now. So, this, and yeah, this please. is just in 2021. We're not even in the fourth <laughs> month of 2021, and this man just ran off a laundry list and a grocery list yeah. of WWE superstars he's already spoken to. Rick Eugenio, you definitely need to go follow him and definitely check out Smack Talk on uh, Sports Keto Wrestling and his great interviews. But we got one more thing that we that we missed, which was New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan Cup update. Uh, today they had their semifinals, which had an earthquake occur, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Uh, there was an earthquake during the yeah. New Japan uh, New Japan Cup show earlier. The earthquake registered a seven point two. The six-match oh, match taking place was paused as Tanahashi, Okada, and Ibushi all posed and tried to keep the fans calm. Jay White actually uh, took advantage of this whole situation and basically stole the titles of Tanahashi and Ibushi. <laughs> and we got this great visual, ladies and gentlemen, of, 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 of Switch Ray Jay White, the belt collector, looking like Thanos and collecting infinity. Okay, none of them just belong to him. No, none of them. None not one of them belong to the, to the Switchblade. But that brings me and segues into Chrissy Love. Unfortunately, your prediction was wrong. Switchblade Jay White suffered a big upset this week in the New Japan Cup, losing to David Finley, of all people, as he was eliminated in the corner finals. But Will Ospreay then defeated David Finley earlier today to move on to the finals. This actually follows uh, Will Ospreay's great Five-star classic. I actually just watched it this morning with Zack Sabre Jr. That one was physical. He had a bloody mouth at the end. Dave Meltzer uh, rated it five stars. A great match with Sonata earlier in the week. And then this match with David Finley. But he versus a familiar foe in the finals as Shingo Takagi defeated Evil, last year's winner of the New Japan Cup, in the semifinals. Shingo also got wins over Goto and Kenta along the way on the New Japan Cup. So, it's like we're back in 2019, Chrissy, JJ. It's like the best of the Super Juniors finals of 2019 all over again. New Japan Cup 2021 finals. Shingo Takagi will go one-on-one -on -one with Will Ospreay. Who wins? Miss Chrissy Love, you, you, you've been, you've been, you were good on your prediction. But you're wrong this time, but at least get the finals right. So, who wins? Ospreay or Shingo? It's time. It's time for the bus. Yeah, the, 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 the wagon. The wagon's got a little bit of room. You know, the wagon's got a little bit of room. You can hop on the wagon. You know what I mean? It's okay. Rick, I know I know you're not too familiar with New Japan, but Shingo Takagi, he's he's one of the best in the business. Uh, uh, an ace over at Dragon Gate. He's been tearing it up in New Japan. Will Ospreay. I know you have to know Will Ospreay. I do, yeah. A very well-known name in the UK wrestling scene and been doing his thing in New Japan. So who wins, Osprey or Shingo, in the finals tomorrow? Yeah, I, I wish I had... It's not that I'm not interested in New Japan. I just literally have no time to watch it. <laughs> well, I got a full-time job. I got two part-time jobs. I got two kids. I just I can't squeeze it all into a week if I want to sleep. So yeah. unfortunately, I just... it's I, I, Something's got to fall to the wayside and it's New Japan. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'll, I'll, go with, I'll go with Osprey just because that's... That's the guy that I know. I do want to say, how many people out there right now are out on Twitter 
like thinking that that earthquake was a work. Like how many how many people are actually out there typing up on Twitter? <laughs> you know there has to be somebody out some there. Real like, wrestling work. fan analysis right there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> real wrestling. JJ, who wins, Shingo I mean, or Osprey? Bro, I'm, come on! I picked Osprey from the start, man. I'm sticking to my guns, brother. Like Will Osprey. Like yeah. Will Osprey's got to take this home, brother. He's got to take this home. You know what I mean? That 2019 resurrection is happening. <laughs> yes, I agree with JJ, Rick, and Chrissy. Will Osprey will be victorious over Shingo Takagi. Osprey versus Ibushi on April fourth. It's like it's like we get a, a little a little classic before WrestleMania a week. So that's gonna be great. So I'm all for Osprey to get the victory here. So that's all for what we missed. So we gotta run through the news very quickly. But the major news for this week. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, was another COVID outbreak that occurred at the WWE Performance Center. The report indicated that there were multiple positive tests over the past week for people at the Performance Center. It's also rumored that NXT uh. Performance Center talent uh, were performing ring crew duties without masks while resetting the rings in Orlando, according to Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Meltzer added that enough NXT people were were affected by the outbreak that this week's show is being rewritten or was rewritten. He continued, uh, certain things that were planned uh, didn't didn't actually go down or didn't go down as they were supposed to. He was like, I don't know what that would be. Meltzer also noted that WWE won't say who was affected because their general handling in situations like this is to keep things as quiet as possible. He did also yeah. note that AEW is similar in that in that fact. Apparently, Triple H. John uh, Johnny Gargano, Candice uh, LeRae, Pete Dunne, Timothy Thatcher, Alexander Roof, and uh, Leon Ruff were among those absent from this week's NXT taping. Although Meltzer nor any other sources have confirmed nor denied that any of those had the, a positive test, it was also noted that Triple H was absent from Monday Night Raw's taping this week as well. Rick, what is your thoughts on like the hampering of this uh, NXT due to this latest outbreak? And do you think it's going to have any effect on TakeOver Stand and Deliver? Um... I don't know if it's, it's impossible to tell if it's going to have any kind of effect on standard deliver. Cause when you're talking about COVID-19, there are still so many variables that we, we just don't know. It affects everybody differently. And you know, it's, it's all about clearing out the outbreak and making sure those are, who are affected are, are in quarantine. And you were, I think the CDC guidelines now are 10 days and just following the rules and keeping everybody safe. And that, that's pretty yep. much where I have been since the start of this is like, look, yep. outbreaks are inevitable, especially nowadays where people are so, just fucking sick of this and they are just everybody's getting their vaccine and everybody's starting to lax i'm not saying it's the right thing to do but we're human people do it yeah. and right. you know that's outbreaks are going to still happen so yep. it's all about how you react to them and if there were people inside the performance center without wearing masks i mean that's I don't think that's that big of a deal, especially since you have to pass all the protocols to get into the building. I mean, I do wrestling practice every week. I'm not wearing a mask when I'm there. Then again, I've already had it. So, you know, I, it's a little bit different for me, but, um, so I'm not going to pass judgment on anything with this, with this outbreak. Correct. Shit's yeah. happen. It's, it's all about how you react to it. I think they're reacting to it correctly by quarantining all the people that they need to quarantine and keep everybody else safe. And hopefully, yeah, this doesn't have that big of a, uh, a, uh, effect on on takeover. <laughs> we're still we're still three weeks out. 
Yeah, yeah, I think there's enough time that it won't have that big of an effect on Stand and Deliver. We got John Elite over on YouTube saying, how much did Vince pay Nickelodeon for the slime? This Shane Garbage feels like his Big Show feud, just copy and paste. Yeah, sure is. Shane McMahon is a gem, always put on good WrestleMania matches. Jose getting that true heel heat. I'm trying to get that heat. Right 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 we got Romeo says all of this just for Shane to steal Kevin Owens' spot and jump off the pirate ship at Mania. You know it's going to happen. We all know it's going to happen. No, you know what? Here's what I want Kevin Owens to do, right? Like, so Shane's up on top of the pirate ship. He's about ready to jump off. I want KO to sh come out from behind him and shove Shane off and then jump off himself. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> Absolutely. We also got Jose talking about the match that nobody asked for from last night's SmackDown of so King Corbin versus Sami Zayn. Me and Rick on Smack Talk said that was one of the best parts of That was SmackDown. actually the best thing on SmackDown. Yes. It was yeah. so true. No, it was, it was so the best 20 seconds that SmackDown's put on this year. Because it was so true. It was so true. Uh, when, when, when WWE is self aware, the humor is fantastic. And that yeah. was that was great. It was perfection. Jose says the damn, the hate for Shane O'Mac is real. Yes, it is. Apparently Shane is getting the Goldberg heat now. And then we got uh, Brett Thomas saying, any news on Logan Paul yet? I think he's talking about Sami Zayn. He said he's going to check out Sami Zayn's documentary. So, hey, Sami's, <laughs> Sami's got, got a big money backer on his way. So, that's yo, a good thing. Yo, the only thing worse for Shane right now to be on TV is for, St for Shane to get assisted by Stephanie. Oof, oof, oof. No. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> in, in the Wrestling Observer newsletter last week, it was reported that there is a new edict on thigh slapping. Uh, this is what wrestlers do to help the sound of their kicks and strikes. If you saw Monday Night Raw, you saw the person that was most affected by this was Drew McIntyre when he completely missed the Miz with the Claymore kick. He did not slap his thigh and it looked horrendous. So he decided later on in the night when he kicked when he Claymore kicked uh, Bobby Lashley, he said, "I'm slapping my thigh. I don't give a I don't give a crap what it says backstage." And apparently, there is also a new edict that Vince wants stars to continue wrestling through commercials, just in case eyes are watching them on you know other streaming sites and whatnot. What's your thoughts on the thigh slapping ban, JJ? <laughs> It's fucking, it's fucking, yo, this is hilarious shit. It's entertainment, bro. Like, at the end of the day, it's entertainment. They're not in the UFC. <laughs> like, like, we, we know we're, we're in this for the effects. We're in this for, for, for us to enjoy what this is supposed to be executed. Like, we did see how horrible this stuff looks without the effects. We, we saw it. It looked like ass. <laughs> and it sounded like and it sounded like sandpaper. Like it sounded like sand, just blue. Like it it did nothing for you. But when you get that, when you get that, you know, when you get that little um, you kind of are into it like a pow. Like you get that little, you get that little pop. It, I, the band, like, I, I I don't really know because this just sounds. It just sounds like just babysitting your own program to a degree that I can't even comprehend. Like you're banning thigh slapping? Like yeah. what the fuck? Like 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 what? This is entertainment. Rick, you're training to become a wrestler. What, what would you say if you saw a thigh slapping uh ban at your training school? So, this is where I can 
I, I'm happy where I'm at because I, I'm being taught by a guy who worked for WWE. And, you know, I can specifically ask him about that. And look, the number one rule when it comes to wrestling is make people believe and make it look believable. So I think the, this edict it, this, it is more about getting rid of the obvious thigh slapping, right? The, oh, here it comes and the boom, and there it is, that kind of stuff. Getting rid of the most overt and most obvious stuff and making it more subtle. So I think even Drew McIntyre said this week, like, look, when I thigh slap on the Claymore, like he came up with the, I'm using it to put my shoulder behind it and put more force in the kick. So that's like, he's making a reason for it. And when Drew McIntyre delivers the Claymore, it's not one of these things that I've, I've really noticed. Shawn Michaels, when he does a super kick, you don't really notice the thigh slap. I think this yeah. is supposed to kind of hamper down on the most obvious thigh slapping because yes, while it is entertainment, as, as JJ said, it's also about making it look as real as possible. So when you have... When you know, when it's just so obvious that they are making sound effects, especially if you thigh slap and you actually miss the person by a mile, right? Yeah. Like, it's so obvious <laughs> and it takes you out of the moment. So I yeah. get where they're coming from. So there's, there has been parts where it's been so obvious that they are adding the sound effects to it. I think if this, this is, if it, it's going to force the WWE people to actually be a little bit more subtle when they do it. And and get better at it, and I think it's going to make the, the the product overall better. And besides, you know, Vince is going to get is going to forget about this in about four weeks anyway. Absolutely, because I talked <laughs> about the other edict where he told wrestlers to keep wrestling through the break. Remember, a few years ago, he had an edict to not wrestle during the commercial break. So, like, yeah, it, I mean, we all remember that first SmackDown where it was the tag team match with Alexa Bliss and and Bailey and all that. Yeah, and it was the the UK video where they're just standing around in the ring and they talking about reversing spots and this, that, and the other thing. So. Yeah. People are, the camera's always on, folks. People are always watching. Yep. You gotta pay attention. Chelsea Green has uh, apparently been medically cleared to return uh, as as far back as February. So we'll see if she'll be returning pretty soon. Chrissy Love, I want to ask you about this news. We got a new inductee. The next inductee for the, the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame class is none other than probably, I would say, the oldest enemy of the WWE, Mr. Easy e Eric Bischoff. So what's your thoughts <laughs> on Eric Bischoff, the former head of WCW, most recently being on AEW, and most recently on his podcast, insulting WWE superstar Randy Orton? What do you think about Eric Bischoff being inducted into this year's class, Chrissy? Um, congrats. <laughs> like, I mean, you could take... They got to put people in there, I guess. I, I mean... She sure. think he's deserving? Yes, because Man, they put... that was a long pause. That was a very long pause, Chrissy. <laughs> yes, yes, because it kept... Uh, they had, Someone had to create the, the wars between the two of them. So, yes. Yes, he was a very important, like, clog in the Monday Night Wars. Like, without him, there wouldn't be, really, a Monday Night Wars. How about you, uh, Rick? What's your thoughts on Eric Bischoff going in? I mean, he's obviously made his mark in the in the wrestling business, and especially since right. WWE now owns all of the rights to WCW. I mean, this makes all the sense in the world. Like, yes, I know that he and Vince obviously had it out for each other back in the day. And if anybody other than Vince McMahon inducts Eric Bischoff into the Hall of Fame, I think this is uh, it's just a totally... It wouldn't feel right. Like, Vince has right. to be the guy to put him in. And finally put WCW over in some way. And I think that's that's the biggest thing that's being overlooked here. You're putting the mastermind yes. behind WCW yes. over by putting him in your Hall of Fame. That's the biggest monumental sense. moment. 
They wouldn't put okay. Sting over in his only fucking match in WWE. But they're finally putting WCW over a little bit by giving Eric Bischoff his due. So yeah, it, this and is this is earned. You're right. It's earned. And yeah, I, I think Vince needs to be the one to, to put the ring on and damn it, kiss the ring while you're at it. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> the first person I thought of was Hulk Hogan, but yeah, I agree. Vince McMahon is all is one hundred percent better than Hogan inducting uh Bischoff into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I agree with uh, Fightful Select reported this week that Charlie Caruso, the backstage interviewer, has been pulled from TV due to issues with her being late for interviews recently, specifically two instances with Sheamus and Randy Orton. This man caught wind of this and made the decision to pull Caruso from television. He chose Kevin Patrick to be his uh, permanent, uh, her permanent replacement on Raw and Raw Talk with R-Truth. PW Insider then reported that Caruso will not be returning to the company and will sit out until her contract expires in May. Caruso has been working double duty with WWE and ESPN. That probably is maybe one of the reasons why she has been late for interviews as of late. But what's your thoughts, JJ, on backstage heat on Charlie Caruso? And do you think she's making the right decision choosing ESPN or WWE? I know that's another duh type of uh, type of question. <laughs> but, oh, no, I just I just hate the fact that some that I just hate the fact that fine ass Charlie Caruso is not going to be on WWE anymore. Like I just, yeah. it just it, it it they're making the right decision, unfortunately, because it's it you can't they're they're too structured in timing. Yeah. For you to be late for stuff because you can affect segments, you can affect the entire TV break schedule, you can affect somebody's, you can affect somebody else's time by you not being on time for what you're supposed to be doing, and then they have to scramble for replacements for somebody. I mean, they always have somebody ready, but you were that person in that spot, and if right. you're not on time for it, you can't really make an excuse for it unfortunately like you can't make an excuse for it you working for espn that's great i mean you do you're doing double duty you're obviously tired as hell because you're flying back and forth from new york to tampa because you're doing first take in new york and then you're going back to tampa like that shit is like you're bouncing back and forth like there's got to be that jet lag hitting there at some point but it's kind of like you got to make a decision at some point because you can't affect both careers by being late at both of them because if you end up being late at espn you're fucked yeah, because right. you can't be late for an episode of First Take, Boo Boo. You cannot be late for that shit. If you late for that shit, it's over. That is their number one show on ESPN. And if you are gonna be late for that, you might as well cut your losses with WWE because you're basically doing some some raw talk in a couple of spots there. But yes, First right. Take is very prominent. First Take is too prominent for you to lose. Absolutely, and she's been doing well over there. We want to say yeah. hello to Mr. LJ in the comments. What's up, buddy? What's up? We also got I am Mikey. Mike Ashman says seven point oh, two earthquake uh, happened during the New Japan Pro Wrestling New Japan Cup earlier this morning during Ibushi Tadahashi and Okada versus Jay White, Kenta, and Tokyo Pimp. They paused the match for twenty minutes and kept the crowd calm and continued. He said the show continued the construction of most venues and buildings in Japan. <laughs> built this way with the shift of hurricanes sustainable as best as possible. However, they do have tsunami warnings. Thanks for that. 
that uh, that extra information and details in regards to the New Japan uh, Cup uh, earthquake. I, I mean, I would be excited, honestly, if I felt like an earthquake. I know, I know, I know that's not probably a word a lot of people use, but it looked cool. It looked cool when I was <laughs> um, Romeo. Romeo says to Rick, there's no chance in hell Vince does uh, the induction of Eric Bischoff, apparently. And then uh, Brett Thomas says her card was marked when uh, WWE went with e- with NBC over ESPN anyway, so that was perfect excuse to. So, I and he's yeah, speculating the tardiness, the tardiness, bro. Tardiness on a live show is unacceptable. Like you yeah. can't, you can't do yeah, it. Yeah, like, you, you can't be late. You can't like, do it. Whatever you job can't. you're doing, it's unfortunate. Like you, you just got to be on time. And, and it's and it sucks because maybe it was a schedule. Maybe she just she was on her way. And it, it, whoever, whatever it is, but. Think of it as a blessing in disguise. And just take, yeah, take, yeah, just take fully it focus on ESPN. Just fully focus and, and on you, ESPN. You'll flourish, you'll flourish more there than you would over there. But live TV, you can't be late for that. You cannot be late no. for live TV. Absolutely. So you can understand where both sides are coming from. On right. Monday, WrestleVotes uh, tweeted that WrestleMania tickets would not go on sale as the previous uh, advertised Tuesday, uh, this past Tuesday. Instead, later this week, which was uh, confirmed by WWE, they went on sale, pre-sale on Thursday, went on main sale on Friday. Right According then. to Reps- Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE initially told the city of Tampa that they were looking for 45000 per night at the event so that... <laughs> That is why the initial claim the the number was their goal for WrestleMania tickets. It was noted that international sales will be down due to the COVID-19 pandemic, cutting down on travel. New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom (laughs) only had less than 300 international fans, a sharp decrease from 8,000 the year before prior to the pandemic. So that might uh, serve as a good comparison to the international audience at WrestleMania. While there are fewer restrictions in the U.S., COVID is also more of a problem here. There are there are no restrictions to get in the country, but they would be for international fans returning to Europe and Japan, so they would have to quarantine for two yeah. weeks. Not only that, they are traveling. If you guys, if you're watching and you're in the Europe area and you're going to WrestleMania, when you go back to Europe, you're not only just going to get a COVID test before you get on the plane, you have to purchase two COVID tests when you get back to Europe. So you're spending in, in surplus. That's extra money, yeah. COVID testing, they, it's not free over there. Yes, you're paying an extra $400 in COVID tests just to go to WrestleMania. And, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to enjoy it on the WWE Network. And on top of that, yo, if that whole WrestleMania know, crowd, if that WrestleMania crowd is a straight American crowd, you know that crowd is going to be trash. Uh, and I mean, not only that, you got to think, saying, I'm just a large part of that crowd is going to be Floridians. It's going to be a local crowd. And Florida has like, Florida's crazy. We all know that. But they have, the, <laughs> they're one of the top five most lax states when it comes to COVID-19. So if you haven't been vaccinated or you already haven't had it, that's a big risk heading <laughs> in. And that's why I'm glad that they dropped it down to 25,000. Yeah, that was the smart thing. They they got to do what's smart for them as a business as well as the fans. So I'm glad that they went back down with that. AEW news, apparently there was a significant amount of heat on Jack Evans following a big botch on AEW Dark in a match versus Preston Vance, a 10 of the Dark Order, where he busted him open. The heat was so significant, Evans was pulled from being in Angelico's corner on Dynamite. And 
my dear, my sweet, sweet Maki Ito has t had her Twitter shut down because someone hacked her account. I am speaking to you, sir. Whoever hacked Maki Ito's account, <laughs> you you are an awful human being. You don't have a soul. And I, I, yeah, you deserve all the pain in the world for making her life harder because Maki Ito is the sweetest person in the world and the cutest wrestler in the world. Okay. I'm calm now, guys. Uh, <laughs> ROH News, they announced that uh, Kenny King and Dragon Lee will defend the ROH World Tag Team titles against Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams of the Foundation at ROH 19th Anniversary, which we will be previewing next week right here on True Hill Heat. Impact News, Impact announces that their next Impact Plus special, Hardcore Justice, will be on Saturday, April 10th, Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the last day as WrestleMania 37 night one. I see a big smile on Rick's face. What's the, your thoughts on that? The absolute balls to just <laughs> no, 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 that's not balls. That's straight idiots. They're straight idiots. <laughs> you're gonna that's get not balls. Like, that's not balls. They're like... straight idiots. They're straight idiots. Yeah, complete idiots. Idiots. I don't care if what you are, what entity you are. WrestleMania, you do not schedule anything the day of WrestleMania. It is the biggest show in wrestling of the entire year. You're an idiot. You're even, even, even with a down, even with a card that everybody see, a lot of people seem to be down it's on. It's WrestleMania. Just the yeah. name right. WrestleMania is the biggest thing in professional sports entertainment. It, it, no, no, no. Uh, Why do you think everybody does everything around WrestleMania week correct. and leaves yeah. WrestleMania alone? Yeah. And like there's a look, WWE is smart where they don't they they actively go out of the way trying not to compete with shit, which is why the Royal Rumble is always in the the week between <laughs> the the the, the, N the AFC and NFC championship games SP. and the Super Bowl. They ain't trying to compete yeah. with shit. SP, SP, I actually have a, 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 a slight question to this. What time is hardcore just? <laughs> That was the other half of the report. They are now discussing alternate viewing options for what time uh, the show will be. Actually, this 11 a.m. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> better be at like noon. Um, probably, I mean, I mean, they should probably look at this weekend and tomorrow as a basically uh, a template because NWA ha also has a show tomorrow as well as you know Fastlane is in the evening, but they chose to start their time at like three p.m. in the afternoon to not interfere with people watching Fastly. So hopefully Impact Wrestling takes that as their cue. But speaking of Impact Wrestling, Tony Khan, AEW president, was in Nashville for the most recent Impact TV tapings, and the company announces uh, AEW world champion Kenny Omega will appear on the show next week, so that should be a big one. And then our final news note is a happy one, something to put a smile on our face Warrior Wrestling announces that the one, the only, Smiley Kali Ray will be returning to professional wrestling on Aww. June 5th for their, for awesome. their first awesome. huge stadium series show. And guess what, guys? Guess who she's defending her Warrior Wrestling Women's World Championship against? None other in the main event against Thunder Rosa. Kylie That's Rose. awesome. That's awesome. Thunder Rosa That's awesome. in the main event of the return That's of awesome. Warrior Wrestling. Shouts out to Steve and all those guys over there doing great things and bringing Kylie Ray back to professional wrestling. That's I mean, awesome. You love to see it. You That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's, That's it's great. great to see that she has gotten better and has overcome whatever yeah. she has 
she had to deal with. That's great Absolutely. to see, man. That's awesome to see, especially to come back to the profession that she's so damn good at. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm at, I'm happy for Kali, and it's a, it's a good thing that she's back. We got uh, Daryl Brown in the comments on Facebook. Thanks for the show. You guys bring the heat every time. We try our best, sir. We try our best. But we're, we're not only got our preview and predictions, our next segment, but we got to run down. I'm not going to do preview and predictions because I don't expect anybody to really know this card because they just announced it like a couple of days ago but nwa back for the attack it's gonna be tomorrow sunday march 21st live on pay-per-view and fight tv starting off at 4 p.m eastern time uh they got they got a good number of matches already lined up tyrese unfortunately is on the show and yes by tyrese i don't mean the uh ball saber and various yes i am talking about the news reporter yes i'm talking about the news reporter aka (laughs) brodus clay aka somebody call his mama and tell them that we don't want him on the show uh versus jr forget naomi was a funkadactyl just throwing that out there Yes, and she's been more successful than the guy that was the lead dancer of the team. Yes, uh, J- he's going to be versus J.R. Kratos, one half of the NWA. <laughs> Look at JJ. <laughs> We're going to have a four <laughs> versus uh, Jax Dane versus Jordan Clearwater versus our very own Chris G., or as Stat King likes to call him, Slice Boogie. Yes, Chris G. looks like Slice Boogie, so we say that that's... They're the same person. Uh, number one contender to the NWA Women's <laughs> Championship will, de- will be decided as a highly anticipated matchup with Thunder Rosa going one-on-one with Camille. You also got the NWA National Heavyweight Championship of Trevor Murdoch defending against Chris Adonis, a.k.a. the former masterpiece Chris Masters. NWA World Television Championship is on the line as the Pope Elijah Burke will defer, will defend against Tom Lattimore and the main event NWA World Heavyweight Championship is on the line. Nick Aldis defending against one half of the tag team champions, Aaron Stevens. So definitely if you're a fan of NWA, go out of your way to watch that. Or or you can wait for power to return on Tuesday. That is the perfect show for you, Rambo. There you go. Rambo wants his perfect show. That's the perfect show for you. Except except the Tyrese part. But uh, whatever, <laughs> whatever, Tyron or Tyree, whatever the fuck yeah, his I name think is, Tyrus. I think it's Tyrus. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tyrese. You got a good. You got a good catalog. But 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 Tyrus. Tyrus. Wow. Tyrus does not. He does not. He does but, not have a catalog at all. Quick reminder, everyone watching, still watching us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Drop us a like. Give us uh, any type of emotion on uh, Facebook, an angry emoji. I know Rick got one last night. People, He was getting people angry on uh, Smack Talk. Drop us an angry emoji, a laughing emoji. Anything you feel about the wrestling world, about the fast lane card, because we are going to be talking about that right now. So leave your comments, your predictions for the fast lane card in the live chat on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you're watching right now, because we're going to get into it. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually a larger card. Than it was originally. I know me and Louis Dangar on the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube yeah. channel. We previewed the show and there was only five matches. Yo, this thing grew in like two days. Now we have more matches. Still- oh, God. Never we have more matches announced as it has been made official last night on SmackDown that yes, we are going to get Slime Gate 2. Shane McMahon. 
going one-on-one with Braun Strowman. Rick, why? 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 Do you think think the match is going to happen? And then second, if if so, what do you think? If not, if not, that's your answer. What do you think the match at WrestleMania stipulation will be? (sighs) Look, I think these two, I think Shane's going to run. Shane's going to run. He's going to do that chicken shit heel stuff, which it actually makes sense for Shane to do it in this situation. So that's fine. It's fine when it makes sense. Shane's going to run from Braun. Braun's going to chase him down. And then we're going to end up in some kind of a structure, probably a cage match or something where Shane gets locked in with Braun and there's no escape. There's no way out. Braun Braun will beat the hell out of him until finally somebody screws Braun over and Dabakato or somebody like that. But no, there's not a chance in hell. No, we're getting this match on Sunday. They they're not even advertising it on WWE.com. So if there's no preview for it, this match ain't happening. No way. Uh, so yeah, I won't even bother asking Chrissy and JJ. JJ already seems highly annoyed. Is he asleep? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. He up I think I think I told immediately. Hey guys, you guys keep forgetting that it's on Peacock, friends. Peacock. Well, if you if you are a WWE Network subscriber, we're good until April fifth. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. Good. I'm good. I got the email. It said I, I get to complete my subscription cycle, and they're not going to charge me for April, so I'm all oh, good. That. Yeah, oh, I, you guys made me cancel my stuff. No, 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 no. SP, I got this one. Boo boo. We had a very clear explanation last week about the timing of your subscription, of when it started, and when it finished. It is based on your subscription details. Mine's is at the beginning of the month. SP's is at the beginning of the month. We're good. You're in the middle. You had to do yours last week. Stop it. Don't try to don't don't try to throw us under the bus for something we explained to you very thoroughly. I love JJ's like stop it, not in front of Rick. Like not in front of company. Don't do that. Okay. Um, don't do that. <laughs> Don't be spreading our business with companies over, okay? <laughs> Mommy and Daddy are fighting at the dinner table. I'm scared. Right. Hey, I, love how, I love how quiet Rick was as the house guest. He just like, let, let, let me let them handle their shit. I, I'm just going to sit here and eat my meatloaf. <laughs> I, I love this. I love it. But next up, we got Seth Rollins going one-on-one with Shinsuke Nakamura. This is all a part of the feud between Rollins and Cesaro, which looks like it's on the road to WrestleMania. This is a little detour with uh, Rollins versus Cesaro's former tag team partner, Nakamura. We got a little preview last night. I know Rick was very happy about Seth's suit game. So I got to ask Chrissy Love. Love, since you're the female on the... uh, on the crew, my first question would be, wh- what do you grade uh, the set fit game, the set suit fit set game? Fit. Wow. And then who do you have winning Rollins versus Nakamura at Fastlane? Okay, so the fit, the when he first came out, he had the whole leather outfit. I was like, are we in the 80s? Like, did he take this from, like, Eddie Murphy's closet or something? Like, what's happening? But I will say it has gotten better, and I do appreciate and like it. Now, as far as the whole Nakamura and Seth Rollins is concerning, um, let's have Rollins win for you know to set up the Rollins and uh, Cesaro. I I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Rick, who do you got winning Rollins and Nakamura? And any 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 gems you want to drop on the immaculate suit game of Seth? Look, I mean it, it's. If, if you don't like Seth Rollins' suit game, it's nothing but jealousy because the guy looks good in anything. Like, 
The guy just looks good in anything. He could wear Becky's jackets down to the ring, and he's going to freaking slay it. All right? He just looks good in everything. It's just jealousy at this point. Um, so, again, I'm, I'm all for Seth Rollins' suit game. You know, he's doing it colorfully, and I think it's getting him yes. over. Like, he's yeah. starting to get him noticed. Here's what... All right, forget Seth Rollins and Cesaro, by the way, at WrestleMania. What I want to see is a fashion contest between Seth Rollins and Sonya Deville. Just give me a suit off. Right? It's WrestleMania. You know you're going to have that big-ass ramp at uh, Raymond James Stadium? That's the match. Like, that's it. That's the rivalry we all deserve. Uh, Man, but anyway, as far I as like this guy right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got ideas. Problem is most of game is on. Yeah, game is, is fire. Fire. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Fire, no question. Right. No question about he that. Is fire, but, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as this match, I, I got it ninety nine point nine percent that Rollins <laughs> wins this. The only thing, the only thing that I could think of is if Cesaro gets involved in the matchup. And causes a distraction, and then Nakamura hits Kinshasa. That's it. And even then, it's not that big of a deal because that will further set up Cesaro and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So while I'm not as big of a fan of distraction finishes, in this case, it would be okay. And plus, my boy Nakamura wouldn't have to lose uh, a matchup. But as long as they give these guys 15 minutes and just let them go at it, we're all winners in this situation. Absolutely. This definitely bolstered up the fast lane card and gave us another show stealer type of matchup. JJ, who do you got winning Nakamura or Rollins? To me, absolutely the best match on the entire card to me. Yeah. (laughs) I don't give a fuck if this was a throw in. I don't care if this was a throw in. This actually made me interested in the whole pay per view to begin with because this match right here, I don't care. Like, give me 15 minutes of whoever wins, that's fine. But I am going to pray that they just don't. You know, I know Cesaro's probably going to get involved in this, but give Nakamura a bone. Like, give him a bone. We know the match with Cesaro is happening. Like, we know what's happening. Like, give give Nakamura a bone so he can at least look relevant to the ladder match that he's probably going to get thrown in. Like, like at least give him a bone. Like, he needs a bone. He needs to look at least decent because if he just literally just pops up out of nowhere, just a rival with Seth Rollins to take an L and then he just gets thrown into this ladder match, is basically going to be the reason why he won that pointless gauntlet to begin with that he had no business winning. And it's it, it just like reshuffling the same crap that he just, you know, it looked like he was going to become strong, gave him, gave him his music back, and then just yeah. said, oh, we forgot about that. If we're, if we're going to throw Nakamura anything, give him that damn universal title match that he earned. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He did. Oh. He did. He did basically earn it, but he didn't even he did. win the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. Adam Pierce won the gauntlet, and that's why right. Nakamura never got his shot. And but you, set up, you set up a rivalry with Roman Reigns and then didn't yeah. capitalize on it, it at all. Because, he didn't even sniff it. He didn't even sniff it. It wasn't his spot. It was supposed to be Cesaro, but Cesaro didn't si- re-sign his contract. The contract yet. I know. So. I know. But damn, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Nakamura, no, you gotta do something. You gotta follow up on it. No, but Kyle, that's what I'm saying. At least give Nakamura a bone. Give yeah. him a bone. Hey, yeah. he got a bone by getting his music back and getting this match at Fastlane. From <laughs> <laughs> WWE's perspective. Here's a bone. Uh, you're gonna lose to Seth Rollins. That's fucked up. But I am I am not <laughs> predicting Seth Rollins to win. I think Nakamura is going to win. I think Cesaro returns on Sunday. He distracts Seth and gives Nakamura the victory in this one. I know it's not the most interesting. Oh, so we're two and two. We're two for two. We're two yeah. and two. It's not the most interesting of uh, endings or finishes, but it gets Nakamura a win, so I'm all for yeah. that. 
We got yeah. saying true shouting us out, and we got Romeo saying lost in all of this is the return of Seth Rollins on Twitter now typing in all caps. He even paid Oni Lorkin to stop typing in all caps. Hashtag embrace the vision. Yes, thank oh, you. Boy. Thank Can you. Can we get Rollins coming out in a vision inspired suit? Yes. Get like, give me a Marvel Vision inspired suit and just embrace the vision. The WrestleMania, like, yes, do it. Do that, it. That would be great. That would be. I know we're gonna get some type of Vision inspired gear for sure because he's been saying it so much. So oh, yeah, Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, best gears in the business. Yes, absolutely. The yeah. next match. Next match we got to talk about is a a first time in over a decade woman versus man on pay per view as it's gonna be Shocking. Alexa Bliss going one on one with Randall Keith Orton. Uh. Randy Orton. Yes, this is all a part of the feud that has in, involved someone getting burnt alive, someone getting a firebomb thrown thrown in their face. Someone throwing up and spitting out black goo. I heard that is probably a side effect of maybe COVID nineteen. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Um, we also saw no, multiple, no. multiple the new variant, the new of, variant of COVID. Multiple no. faces of bliss in the Thunderdome. We saw two Randy Ortons, and now it all comes down to this: Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss at Fastlane. Who wins, Rick? Uh, this match isn't happening. There, there's, there's no way that this match is actually happening. This is all to set up their finally, finally, I said, the return of Bray Wyatt. I'm sorry, guys. I know I, I'm just reading the room. I can tell you guys, these guys aren't into this shit. I am a Bray Wyatt homer. I think he is a genius. No. I love everything that that all right, man I, does. I, 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 I'm here, but I'm here. I'm still here, but but no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I got that rambling rabbit behind me for a reason. All right, guys. I love yes, Bray Wyatt. I saw it. Yes, I yeah, seen it. I, I love Bray Wyatt. I have been look, and I, I think Alexa Bliss has done very, very well in her role, but this is drug on just a, a, a few weeks too long for yeah, me. I want Bray Wyatt back. I want to see him and Randy Orton in some kind of a Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania. I want to go. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for Bray Wyatt to come back tonight. I want to see what the new fiend is going to look like. Give me this. Like, I don't think Randy, I don't think Alexa Bliss, unless like Alexa Bliss just kind of like offers herself up to Randy. She takes an RKO or something and like the, the lights go out or this, that, and the other thing. And then Bray Wyatt appears, maybe something like that. But I don't think Alexa takes a bump at all tonight. This match isn't happening. This is all about the rebirth of the fiend. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Bring it on. I, I'm excited for the five, five fun house returning at WrestleMania. And references to Orton dumping in bags and shaking hands with like like fake uh, cocks in his hand or something like that. I don't know. Um, that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. All the references. Rubber chicken. There you go. All the references to Randy Orton's past. I am gonna love. So that's why I'm looking forward to the Firefly Funhouse. This match, if it's cinematic, I can see it being entertaining. If not, I agree with Rick. It's not going to be a match. It's going to be the setup for the return of the Fiend. So already we've gone through three matches, and two of them probably aren't going to happen. Yes, Chrissy Love, who wins, Bliss versus Orton, or does it happen? It's not happening. Um, the build-up, uh, like you said, it's been a long drawn and a drawn out thing. That's just like, okay, we get it. I'm over it. Like, come on already. Like, I, I, I like Bray. Right. I happen to love Bray Wyatt, but I do not like what they have done to his character. I think they have, like, something that was so good, they 
Vince put a stamp on it and that was it. And he made it trash. So with that being said, I am excited for a five, five Funhouse. I'm excited to see what they will do. I'm sure it's going to happen for WrestleMania. Bray's been gone so long. It's, it's, it's time for him to come back to get his vengeance. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Maybe get an RKO, they'll see each other, and then something happens where, you know, Bray will come or he'll say, hey, or he'll be like, or maybe the bunnies or the kids will, you know, from the fire from the fun house will come and they'll talk and say something to him. Something that way. And say, hey, see you in, you know, a couple of weeks. You know, get ready. You know, some, something fun like that. But I don't see a, a match really happening, so. JJ, who wins or does it happen? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 yo, this, this is the dumbest story in the entire history of WWE. Like, like, I'm, I'm, really? I'm, like, I'm, really? yo, I'm, 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 really? I'm, I'm, of course I'm stretching. Like, I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating because uh, Lashley sisters exist. Yeah. Like, as long as they exist, okay. Everybody, just Young Mae Young's everyone hand. that knows May Young's hand, like everyone knows how I feel about this break. The McMahon's wrestled God, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, was God, God, God? I guess God was present in that match, right? And he lost. God <laughs> lost. God lost. God lost. God lost the forfeit. God forfeit. <laughs> Yo, uh, but Bray Wyatt's story is right up there. Like the, mm. this shit, this is yo. So 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 he's been destroyed. He's been murdered. He's been, and then he's just gonna make a return. Like he's just gonna that. make a right. He's just gonna like like it's just come, like come. Look, I, I have can't, always I can't thought, tolerate the dumbness. I can't tolerate. I have always thought. Is. I have always thought of Bray Wyatt as a as a Shang Song type character, where he is, he's just this powerful being that can summon souls, which is why we've seen different variations of Bray Wyatt throughout the years. He's carrying, you know, the old swamp Bray Wyatt in that severed head. I mean, there's there's a story there, and it's a character that I realize is not for everyone, and I understand that. Mm-hmm. So if you hate it, I'm not saying you're wrong or you're dumb. Oh, I ain't alone, because he was voted more, he was voted worst and overrated. So <laughs> I, I, ain't, I, ain't the, I ain't the only one. It, it's very polarizing. You either love it or you hate it. There's no, 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 no a lot of people hate it. It's just trash. No, but there's, there's, there's a lot of people that love it, too. Yeah. I guess. I guess. You, I mean, it, right it, it's, super, it's a supernatural character. All right, it, it's no different. It, it, it's a little more extreme, but it's no different than some of the stuff that Undertaker used to back in the, back little, in the day. A little. It, it's no different than than some of the stuff. Like it's it's stretching belief, and I understand it's not for everyone. I happen to love it, so that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's not uh, according to the prediction. Obviously, it's not happening. It won't be a contest result at the end of this match. Uh, Whatever happens makes WrestleMania worse. Um, like Jesus. like you're, you're, you're a daddy. I'm old. I I am a thousand up, percent. Bro. I'm a thousand percent over this fiend shit. I'm a thousand percent over it. All right, because like I said, I literally said this during my Hell in a Cell rant. I said this about a year and a half ago during my Hell in a Cell rant. The only way he loses a match is if he gets murdered, and he got murdered, and he's going to come back from that. Like, like, come, like, come on! Like, come on! Is mean, that any different than Undertaker getting buried alive and then you know and, and resurrecting himself? Burned, burned, like, yeah. Was I the Undertaker I, murdered? I get where. Yes, he has. He was buried alive. alive. Buried alive is not being murdered. No, he's been buried alive. He got burnt in a casket. Burnt. He got, he got burnt in a casket. Killing, not being murdered. 
That's arson. Like that. Like it's, it's, I, Vince, McMahon, Vince McMahon blew up in a limo. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is very true. I, I mean, I mean, the circumstance circumstances had to make that resurface. I mean, we all know why that had to happen. <laughs> Yo, I love that he's keeping the same energy. He's not changing what we're saying. Like, we could be saying that the sky is red. He's like, no, I don't care. I said that. If you don't like it, you don't like it. That's that's that simple. If you don't like it, you don't like it. The difference is, Chrissy, he's saying he doesn't care, but he went on about that match longer than anybody. Let's talk about <laughs> No, no, see, see, no that, he tries it. I no love Bray Wyatt. No hose barred match. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. This follows um them having two bangers on Monday Night Raw. Drew won right. the first then they went to a no contest on the on the next one, and now it's been made a no holes barred match for this one. So I have all the faith in the world; these guys are going to tear it up once again. But I am going with Drew McIntyre to get the victory here at Fastlane. Chrissy Love, who you got? Drew versus Sheamus. Um, I'm going to go with Drew. Make it two one, right? <laughs> Drew. Yep, Drew for the victory. Uh, talk yep. to JJ. Yeah, second best match of the night right here. This is going to be a this is going to be a banger. And Drew McIntyre takes this one. Drew McIntyre takes this, calls it calls it two one, moves on to you know pastures with with you know the Almighty. Rick, who you got? Drew versus Sheamus. Yeah, Drew's gonna win, but the the real winners are us. I mean, this is this yeah. is this is one of, this is one of those feuds where the term "fight forever" was invented for because it doesn't matter how many times I've seen these guys wrestle. Typically, I don't like to see people wrestle before a pay per view match, but these guys. They work so well together. Their chemistry is off the charts. They've called both of these matches pretty much all on the fly uh, in the ring, which is very, very difficult to do. This, there's no way this match sucks. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's going to put Sheamus <laughs> away, and he can move on to Lashley. Although I would not hate it if Sheamus won and set up a triple threat match at WrestleMania, but because I think Sheamus yeah. has been Sheamus has been on point with his in ring work since right. he came back, pretty much. Um, yeah. He's moved on from the, the piss throwing and he is now finally into something where he can showcase his true abilities. And yeah, I think he's earned a spot at Mania, but I don't think I it's going to happen. I love point that he threw piss at someone. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I really appreciate you it. You mentioned it last night on SmackDown, and I was like, man, that was just nine, ten months ago that he was. It was. Back. I like it. Seamus is back. I love it. He's yeah. been tearing it up on TV, so I agree with you guys. Like, yeah, Even though I'm he, not sure if I like this whole, like, he looks like someone from the Ninja Turtles with the hat on and the coat, and then, you know, he's at I the bar. He and was drinking. in the Ninja Turtles. He was yeah, in the Turtles. Which was a great movie, by the way. Must say. Oh my God! No, it wasn't. But let's not. I love that. that was so good. Okay, never. Okay. No, 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 Rick, no, Rick, no, she no, has, no. she has, she has two. She took two boys to see the movie. Of course, she's gonna yeah. like it. Dude, I saw it with a grown man. Like, like <laughs> that was the problem. You saw it with a grown man. She saw it with two kids that enjoyed it. Uh, and and, 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 and you that wasn't drunk. That was a rape of my childhood. That movie. That's what that was. <laughs> and, the, and the grown man wasn't named Casey, so that was the other issue. But we also got another match that has a long rivalry attached to it for the Intercontinental Championship. This is gonna be good. It's gonna be yeah. Big E defending. This is gonna be a good one. The new Apollo Cruz. These guys have been feuding for the last couple of weeks. Apollo Cruz came up short against Big E in previous Intercontinental Championship matchups, but then Big E insulted him by telling him to go to the back of the line, back to catering. Apollo didn't want have to 
have nothing to do with that. He beat down Big E with the steel steps, dropped the steel steps on Big E, which took him out for a number of weeks. Then we saw a change to Apollo. The Nigerian wealth started to come out of him. He started embracing his, his uh, previous accent, getting the armed guards to protect him. He's got his new scarf. They had a great promo segment last night, uh, face-to-face type of sit-down interview with Big E, once again, with a tremendous promo. He's been on a top level. Fire! feud has started, and honestly, this is the one feud outside of Roman Reigns and Edge and Daniel Bryan that feels WrestleMania ready and momentum as weeks go by. But, I will predict first, and I will say... And new W Intercontinental Champion Apollo Cruz. I feel the same way, SP. Let's do it. Me and Christy Love are on the same page. Rick, who wins? Big E versus Apollo. I I think you have to go with Big E here. You you can't derail his momentum at this point in time. I, I don't know what the next play would be if you just continue this feud heading into WrestleMania. This is the problem with having Fastlane this close to WrestleMania. Right. So maybe we wind up with a multi-man match. You take every all the all the talent that's got nothing to do, and you put the Intercontinental ladder, uh, Intercontinental Championship ladder match on WrestleMania again this year. That might be the direction that they go. But all I'm going to say is, is I hope this match delivers on what Big E has promised us. He has promised us that this is going to be biblical. He has promised us this is going to go Old Testament, that Apollo Crews is not going to be able to have full use of his limbs at the end of this match. So these these two dudes, when the bell rings, better not lock up and give us some kind of chain wrestling exhibition. These fuckers better beat the shit out of one another for nine for seven to nine minutes, just fucking go, and make us hurt as the crowd at the end of it. That's what I want to see out yep. of this matchup. I think Big E's going to win. So we got two for Apollo, one for Big E. Top guy JJ, who wins Apollo versus Big E at Fastly? Absolutely love this build-up. Absolutely yeah. love this build-up. And at the end of it, after a dirty tactic, probably some type of low blow or something, Apollo will get what he deserves. Mm. He will Woo! get what he deserves. And that will be his first reign as the Intercontinental Champion because he was U.S. Champion before. This will be his first reign as Intercontinental Champion. And this will quickly lead to a quick turnaround to WrestleMania in a rematch because it is such a short turnaround. You know, Big E is going to do something pretty extreme probably on SmackDown to get that rematch. But Apollo will get... There's a reason you, you make this whole character change. You make this whole flip. Make it pay off. There, there would be some some poetry there if Apollo was able to win on Sunday and then E comes out and says he wants his rematch and Apollo tells him to get to the back of the line. Like there would be exactly. there would be some some poetry there and some symmetry there. But I just can't. I I hate the thought of E after all these years finally getting the Intercontinental Championship and then literally his first feud, he drops it to the guy. So like that's, just, but that's but that's what WrestleMania predictions are for. Yeah, that's true too. Hey, he can always and Balor. I think now we're playing hopscotch or uh, hot potato with the damn Intercontinental Championship again. This is what happens. This is what happens on the road. I wish we never could do fast lane. Fast lane does not need to happen. Just don't throw it in the garbage. Cancel. Another option, by the way, is that these two just beat the hell out of each other and they get counted out, or it's a double disqualification or something like that. Yes, no contest. No contest. And then we have the matchup. 
sentiment. Yes, yes. I, no I, I, I think the best, the best option is for Apollo to take advantage of Big E's anger. Apollo can't lose here, so either no contest or Apollo winning. Oh, he can. Nah, he, he can. can. He will. Nah, he can't. He can't. He can't. He totally kill this whole character, in my opinion. Not yet. But, we had a match added on WWE.com for the WWE United States Championship. It's going to be Riddle defending against Mustafa Ali. So who wins this one? It's a rematch from Monday Night Raw. The leader of Retribution versus the U.S. champion. Rick, who you got? Come on, Mustafa Ali. Please. Yes, please. Yep. Please. Let this man have a moment. Let Give this man a chance to create, to do something meaningful. Forget this retribution shit. Yes. All right? Like, the talent is there, but that group is, the way that they are booked is a fucking travesty. All what? right? Like, there's so much talent there, and they've been given this chicken shit gimmick and told, now go make a fucking gourmet meal out of it, but we're not going to let you win any fucking matches. All right? It's, it's so irritating. I am tired of seeing Ali, like, like, do stupid shit to make his guys lose and then bitch at his guys for losing. All right, let's end this shit. Give, give Mustafa Ali the run. Let him beat Riddle. Let him beat Riddle clean. I don't give a fuck. Just let him win because I want to see Mustafa Ali do this real American bit with the United States Championship on television. I want him to come out to Hulk Hogan's theme, holding the United States title above his head, and say fuck you to everybody out there who gives me shit on Twitter. That's what I want to see out of this match. So yes, give me Mustafa Ali winning the United States Championship and heading into WrestleMania with it, where Hulk Hogan will be the goddamn host, and he can hold that title in his fucking face. Wow! That might be in the top three rants we've ever had from a special guest ever. <laughs> that might be in the top three top guy JJ rants of all time. So JJ, sorry. I will allow... No, no! Don't be sorry. We are praising you right now. Sorry? What are you sorry for? Top that was guy amazing. JJ, I don't know how you follow that, but who do you have winning? He just Ali gave me chills. I don't follow it by matching his energy. I follow it by matching that prediction because I feel like the only thing that makes sense of making this whole retribution garbage even make any sense going into their biggest show and even into the post WrestleMania is giving that faction a championship belt. Yes. Like they, they need something to like they, they them, look, they're sticking yeah. to this shit. They're sticking to this shit. So they need to give them something as a sticking point, and this is their leader of the group. So the only thing that makes sense is to have the leader of the group win something major so he can then pose his position as this is what I am doing for all of y'all. I'm doing this for all of y'all careers. Y'all follow me. I will do this for you. This is what I bring to the table. If he loses, he just looks like Slapjack. He looks like Mason. <laughs> he, he, he looks like T-Bar. He looks like the rest of that garbage. And they would probably end up turning their backs on him on Raw. So they're not going to break up Retribution. So the best thing to do is put the goddamn title on him. Like, they took the fucking title. They, 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 they took, for some dumb reason, they took the tag titles away from the Hurt Business, whatever the fuck reason that was for. But they, they did that. So at least correct this mistake and give the, the United States Championship to this faction if you want to at least make them look like whatever they're saying on Raw. Seem relevant. Chrissy, who you got? Ali versus Riddle. 
please give Ali this chance. He really, 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 we're begging the gods, please, please, we need this because he should and still do everything. Come out to that uh, Hulk Hogan theme. I, I will pay. I will go to Florida to see it happen if I need to. Like that needs to happen. That is a good. Oh, that is a good. Fuck you. That is a good one. I love imagine, it. I want it. Imagine if you will at WrestleMania, right? Like, because we know Hogan's the host. Like they hit that music, and everybody thinks it's Hulk Hogan, and Ali walks out with the Woo! United States Championship. I want fan no. out. Come on, man. What? Fan. I love the I love the fantasy booking, but we know WWE ain't doing that shit. Oh hell no, that's oh no, no, The fact that they disrespected Titus Young by putting him with Hulk Hogan, we already know they ain't going that route. You know what? That that was a whole rant that I was gonna say for another day, but you know, okay, listen, I feel like this needs to happen because he still has to have that feud with Kofi. Yeah. That's not happening. I, I, I've been telling everybody, Alex McCarthy's still talking about that. I think Rick mentioned it last week. I'm like, I told I told him, I'll tell y'all the same thing. That shit ain't happening. So give it up. Let it go. <laughs> that should, have been, honestly, that should that have been a WrestleMania match. Yes. It's Kofi uh, versus Ali for the United States Championship. That should have been that match. It should have been. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the only way that feud would make sense is if Kofi Kingston was the United States Championship. This would be right. a downgrade for Mustafa Ali right now if he had a feud with Kofi right now. You think so? At this moment, yes. Okay. Not, well, my not pick in a few is months from be, now. My pick is going to be um Ali. He needs he needs this right now. He needs some type of like off. Like we got to push. We got to push him a little over because right now he looks good. He's great. He is great. And he's only doing what he's supposed to do, which is his job. But yeah. he needs to be better. He needs to. We need to want to. Let me want to feel and understand what his purpose is and yes. he needs that right now so please 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 let ali win so i'm gonna just, all of you just, guys? just add one thing just i think out of true hill heat 117 this would be the first praise that i give anybody in this group mustafa ali is the true company man yeah reward the guy yeah hey i i agree ali probably needs this win more but I know the WWE. <laughs> Little, uh, Little is going to win. All of that so. said. So, bro. Here's the thing, right? Like, even if, even if everything happens the way that we want it to, and Ali wins the United States Championship, and he shows up, and he, and he goes up against Hulk Hogan, and he's holding that title in his face, and they give us that moment, you know they're going to set up an impromptu match where Hogan hits him with a big boot, drops a leg, and takes the United States title off of him. You know that's what they would do. Easy so, Yokozuna. Exactly. <laughs> and Hogan would, would do the uh, with the United States Championship and all this bullshit. So yeah, maybe it's best if that doesn't. I don't know why they're gonna keep throwing Hulk Hogan down our throats though. Like we don't need Hulk Hogan. Like gotta bring in the old demo, brother. No, that's a whole nother podcast for another time. Yeah, Very quickly though, we got two more matches for Fast Lane Women's Tag Team Championship. So on the line, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler will defend. Oh my fucking god. Sasha Banks and the Royal Rumble winner Bianca Belair. These two ladies will go one on one at WrestleMania. They've been stuck in this women's tag team title feud with Reginald as well. So very quickly, just give me your prediction: Nia and Shayna versus Bianca and Sasha. Miss Chrissy Love. Nia and, uh, and Shayna's winning. Like 
the fuck is why are we doing this shit? Like this is retarded. Like I don't understand why we have the two main eventers in this fucking tag team match. It is retarded. I hate it. It is so dumb. I'm over it and it's all fucking Reginald's fault, like he said. Okay, there you go. All I will tell you is the same thing I told Rick on Smack Talk. The WWE had the first ever people of color in the main event of WrestleMania. They had it at the tip of their fingers. Two people of color going one on one in the main event of WrestleMania. That shit ain't main event in either night of WrestleMania. I no, it's, I told, when know, I said I feel like it's trash now. I don't even like. I'm not happy about it anymore. It's like it's lackluster. Like it was so exciting and it's gone now. It's gone. I don't. Wait. I don't. I'm not. Look, they, they took they took a feud featuring two of the most proud, strong, powerful women in WWE and made a man the central figure of it. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like it. And I genuinely have no fucking idea who wins this match on Sunday. I don't. Because it's it's bad options. Because it's either you have one of your two should be main eventers of WrestleMania losing again three weeks before WrestleMania, or they win the women's tag team titles together, and then probably the women's tag team titles aren't involved on the show. So the only thing I can hope for is another no contest finish. Maybe Natalia and Tamina get involved and screw this whole thing. Right. Like, this, this, right? like, this is your third. Either no contest or the match not happening on this card. Dude, I can't. I gotta try and fix this stuff. I mean, I don't have a, the, when you when you book yourself into a corner, you gotta find a way out of it, or at least I'm gonna try yeah, to find like, a way. Out of it. I'm try, you're trying to. Uh, help. I appreciate the effort, JJ. Who you got? Naya and Shayna versus Bianca and Sasha. Uh, I'll save you some time. It'd be Shane, Shayna and Naya, the worst booked women's main event potential ever oh that I remember for two women. We'll probably end up opening one of the nights. I know there's words. Right, like this that is so been, fucked this up. This has been god so awful that they will probably open up one of these nights now. They won't. You know what, this, they're nowhere near main event status with this build. Nowhere you know, honestly, near. It. And honestly, though, extremely disappointing. Honestly, though, it would be kind of somewhat rewarding for the first person to walk out in the live crowd be Sasha Banks. Like Sasha Banks' music hits as the first person to come out for a live crowd after all the work that she's done this year. There would be something kind of cool to, but still, this match should have been from the moment that Bianca Belair won the Royal Rumble. This should have been a slam dunk night one main event over finished. And now they've put it into question with how they've how convoluted they've they question. It. This shit is done. <laughs> they had a, they had a, night they night had one is going to McIntyre and Lashley like without question. Like it's just it's just the booking just makes this shit so predictable and the way this is executed. Like they don't even have a rivalry. They don't even have a rivalry. Like it's it's this is a joke. It's a joke. I am going with Bianca and Sasha to become the woman's tag wow. champions. You got balls. They're gonna, they're gonna open night one of WrestleMania, going one on one for the SmackDown Women's Championships, and they'll open night two defending the women's tag team titles. That's 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 the best option in my opinion. So. We got one final match for Fastlane. It is the main event. Roman Reigns defending the WWE Universal Championship against Daniel Bryan. This is a rematch from the Elimination Chamber that Daniel Bryan won. And then he versed Roman Reigns after the match. Roman basically had a referee stoppage using the guillotine. And Edge, the opponent for the Universal Champion at WrestleMania, will be the special guest referee 
I mean, special guest enforcer. There's no denying this match is going to be great. But who wins? Brian or Roman? Rick, who do you got? Uh, Roman Reigns is winning. I would be shocked if after as strong as they have booked him, right. they take they take the title off of him three weeks before WrestleMania. They're not doing that to Roman Reigns. They might do that to somebody else. They are doing that to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is winning. It's all about how he wins. And I think we're going to get some shenanigans, obviously. I think Jay Uso is going to get involved and take yes. Edge out of the equation. And then Jimmy Uso will make his return and help Roman Reigns defeat Daniel Bryan. I like that. Oh. I like that. that a bunch of layers that I could enjoy. And we got Romeo in the comments saying, true heel Rick. My goodness. Bring in the heat even before noon. Yes, sir. And I uh, I'm easily triggered. I love it. Chrissy and I, can actually, and I can actually cuss here. Like, do you know how, yeah. how like muffled I have to be on Smack Talk, which is a PG show? Oh, my goodness. I'm allowed to be me here. Unfiltered. This is unfiltered. This is for you. Uh Chrissy, who do you got? Brian or Roman? Uh our tribal chief. Spider-Man says so too. <laughs> he's pointing, yeah, he's pointing to Roman all the way. All the way. Or is he pointing at the WrestleMania sign? Or or <laughs> Um <laughs> JJ, who you got? Roman or Brian? Uh Tribal Chief, of course. I mean, this is there's no way that this is happening without Roman Reigns exiting, but I just feel like this match would have been better without Edge in it. Like, and that sounds unpopular, but I feel like that Roman and Daniel Bryan would have had a much better one-on-one match without the shenanigans involved. There's gonna be a lot of shit that ruins this match to me. I don't think I think that the the reason why Edge has been inserted is to set up the finish. We know why. <laughs> like we just Edge and Roman is not happening at WrestleMania, in my the, opinion, anymore. The star power, Edge is an added star power to add elements no, to their feud. No, it's to set up the triple threat at WrestleMania. It's for Edge, it's for Roman to attack Edge at, as the enforcer whenever like he's trying to get Jey Uso or Jimmy Uso out of this matchup. Mm. Edge gets attacked by Roman. He comes in looking to get revenge on Roman, looking for the spear. Roman moves out of the way. Edge hits Brian. Edge has to count out Brian. One, two, three. Roman wins, but we set up the triple threat. We do the mm. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Undertaker, uh, SummerSlam 1997 finish, and we set up our triple threat match because Brian has been the most interesting character in this rivalry, so he needs to yes, be in the match. Reward, Give him him reward that man. And at and this Brian... point, if he's not in the, the Universal Championship match at WrestleMania, what the hell is he doing? What, right. are, what are you going to set up? What are you gonna set up in he has nothing to do. He has nothing, nowhere to go. Like, it's it's very, very simple to go, oh, hey, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, you guys don't have anything. So we're just going to have you guys fight because us as wrestling nerds will eat that up no matter how short the build is. Yeah. Correct. And guys, this yep. is the problem that I have with Fastlane because literally Fastlane happens, what is it, going to be March 21st. Yep. WrestleMania is April 10th. So yeah. you don't even have Three any weeks. time to build a feud Not or even. to build an, a, a, an event for him to participate in. This is where he needs to be, and that's it. That's it. Like, this is it. Yep. Set up set up the main event for WrestleMania. He's been the most interesting character. You reward that. Uh, Romeo says, breaking news, WWE posted a viewing collection on the network listing Daniel Bryan as a 2021 Hall of Fame inductee. Mistake or question mark? Yeah, apparently on the Peacock network, because our good friend Romeo has already started his Peacock service. Uh, they have a viewing collection 
on the network on the network for Brian being a 2021 Hall of Fame inductee. If this was three years ago, I could totally see it, but now I think it's just a mistake. What do you guys yep. think? Yeah, it's definitely a mistake. Mistake, definitely a mistake. Definitely a mistake. I, I think it's a mistake that they posted it too soon. Right. <laughs> that too. I mean, look, Daniel Bryan could very well give his retirement speech at WrestleMania. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of talk and a lot of smoke around this being his his last WrestleMania. Never said he was going to have a match at WrestleMania. This could be his last match tomorrow night, and he announces he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame the week of WrestleMania, and he he walks away. My goodness. I could see that being a thing that happens. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Mm. He could wrestle two more years on a part time basis. I'm just saying that might be what what ends up happening. Hey, That's my good, good friend Alex McCarthy of Wrestling Daily did an interview with Daddy O'Brien this week where he really emphasized how big this match is for him and how it's his first singles main event in two years with the WWE. Mm. It's, it's, it's stunning to, to think about. But that brings us to a close on another edition of True Hill Heat. Man, I have to give it to you, Rick. I know, I know you can self-deprecate. But man, you delivered as a special guest. So please yes. tell the people where they can find you on social media, the Sports Key to Wrestling YouTube channel, or anything else you got going on. Please go out of your way. Follow Rick Eugino. Tell them where they can find you. Yeah, uh, that's it on Twitter. Spelled like you see right there on the screen at Rick Uchino. That's where I put all of my workout first. So, yes, obviously subscribe to the SK Wrestling uh, YouTube channel. But. Look, I put snippets and clips and, and things out on, uh, on Twitter all the time ahead of, of when they post, uh, so you can get that, that first little uh, sneak peek. And I'm, I'm telling you, I think the next... I can't say anything yet, but I think the next uh, three weeks or so uh, is going to be very big uh, for me and the SK Wrestling YouTube channel, so uh, make sure to subscribe. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll ramp up the WrestleMania, guys. I appreciate you having me on and, and, and letting me swear uh, <laughs> on a, in a platform. Uh, sometimes I just need to let it out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. You, you after that classic rant, you are welcome back on this show anytime you want, sir. But you Absolutely. can see, you can see me, me and Rick teaming up together every single Friday on Smack Talk on the Sports Keto yes. Wrestling YouTube channel immediately following SmackDown. Subscribe over there for that, as well as Rick's great interviews with the likes of Shotzi Blackheart and 101 other names that he's done <laughs> in this year alone, which this year has only been three months. And this uh, this gentleman is one of the hardest working people it, in wrestling media. It's, so. been a whirl it's, it's literally been a whirlwind. It's like I wrap up one and then, oh, okay, another one. It's been it's been a, it's been a year so far, man. I'm loving every second of it. Bless you, absolutely. Thank you. Bless you, Chrissy and Chrissy. Tell them where they can find you on social media. Um, you can find me. I am the station Miss Chrissy Love. You can find me on IG, Twitter, and on Facebook. It's Chrissy Love underscore or just Chrissy Love and Crystal Lynch. Absolutely. And Top Guy JJ uh, for Instagram or True Hill underscore Top Guy JJ. Facebook, I'm Justin Johnson. But yeah, ah, looking forward to what what this sounds like a very different event from all of our perspectives tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. WWE, whenever it's a show that just seems very underbuilt and underbuilt, uh, it always turns out to be a banger. Like I don't know if it's if it's uh, it's that undersell and overdeliver aspect of it or whatnot, but I'm expecting a good show tomorrow night. 
That's actually you're correct on that, Rick. You 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 have been saying some really good stuff today, friend. You see, you see, you see, I wish you this was in person so I can hug you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's the reverse revolution. They are under under uh, hyping, so they're gonna over deliver for sure. Yeah. And then we got Fidel Alexander saying thanks, guys. Have a lovely day from the UK. You have a Aww. lovely day as well, you sir. Too. You too, sir. And of course, you guys can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at true heel heat if you're watching right now on facebook drop us a like drop us a heart emoji a laugh emoji whatever tag your friends in this video so we can get more engagement more interactions on this video if you're watching on youtube drop us a like share this video on all your social media platforms of course you can also subscribe to the true hill heat youtube channel for more daily content and live streams because we're going live actually tomorrow night Following uh, WWE Fast Lane 2021, we have a roundtable review. We have to, I think Chrissy Love left us with her her uh, Teddy Riley Wi-Fi. Um, but yes, our live WWE Fast Lane 2021 roundtable review. It's gonna go live 30 minutes following the pay per view. So come join us on there. You can also check out all the great content we got right now on our YouTube channel, The Latest Blunt Impact, True Rewind, Richie's Raw Recap, Wednesday Night Warriors Review of Honor, and Dark Power are all up and my interview with georgia smith the daughter of the british bulldog is up right now oh chrissy love is here so <laughs> <laughs> we also we also got a whole bunch of great contests throughout the youtube universe this week you could see me on quizzle mania 30 with myself queen of the ring grand good job Esky, by the way thank you thank you so I much watching I lost to the to the valiant leader of Fightful, Sean Ross Sapp. He outfucked everyone. <laughs> in, in his own words, he outfucked everyone and won Quizlemania 30. But I'll be back very soon. And you can yes. see me on Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily, as well as with Rick Cucino on Smack Talk. And of course, our WWE Fastlane preview over on Sports Keto Wrestling. And of course, follow our friends, Wrestling, <laughs> Wrestling Travel. Uh, Wrestle Talk, Wrestling Daily, on all social media platforms. But for the lovely, the beautiful Miss Chrissy Love, for the resident True Hill alcoholic, Top Guy JJ, for the great Rick Uccino, thank you once again for joining us. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. You can follow me on Twitter at True Hill SP3. Until True Hill Heat 118 next week, right uh, here on Saturday. Or until our live WWE Fastlane Roundtable Review. This is, this is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been True Hill Heat 117. We are signing off until next time.